brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. June 22nd, 2022. Welcome in. This is actually episode 46 of Sports Take. How do you know this? YouTube right. How do, how do you know this stuff? Hey, man. <laughs> no, no. See, that, fall, that falls in the category of you have nothing else to do with your spare time. <laughs> I'm ser- episode 46, are you serious? Guilty. Well, yes. Well, you, you, we got to find you a hobby, like, real quick. Yeah, dude, yeah, you need I a agree. hobby, dude. I agree. You know, it's, it's, real quick. 48 jobs is not enough. I, I need hobbies. You're right. <laughs> Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. What's up, fellas? How we What's doing? The I, What's the deal? What's going on that shirt, hey. man? What is that you, shirt, Derek You like Gunn? this? You like this? One gun, one love, Marley, tri- the tribute. Okay. Yep. See, my brother, uh, I told you my brother's a musician. Well, him and his wife own their own phone technology business, which they do really well. But he also sings. And he's, uh, I told you, he used to sing uh, for, in Prince back in the early 80s. Right. Group called Maserati. Well, uh, he started performing with this uh, uh, venue called Legends in Concert. And they do stuff all over the country. You know, they move around. He was in Vegas for one summer. Then he was in Myrtle Beach. And my wife and I drove down to Myrtle Beach 2019 to see him perform. And he does the Bob Marley tribute. Now, Legends in Concert, they hire these incredible artists. Most of them you will never hear from. But they do a Blues, Brother, uh, Blues Brothers tribute. Could be Lady Gaga. Could be Madonna. Elvis. Nice. Um, and, and it's a show. It's like a two-hour show uh, each these performers do. And uh, they're incredible musicians. Um, and so he did that for a while and then COVID hit and it stopped. And he also has another band that he does a lot of, uh, casinos in Arizona, um, they, where he does like a, a Prince tribute, like the Prince songs and other songs from their group Maserati when they played back in the early eighties. So he did have these shirts made up, you know, and his, his company is called one gun entertainment. And it. so he had this made up. So I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my brother some props. Good shirt. Props man. I like that. Even though he drives yeah. you crazy with the, uh, he's a Vikings fan. <laughs> yeah, he's That's a Vikings right. fan. So I'm going to take a little video while we're talking here just to show him I'm giving him some love today. Giving little brother some love uh, on the show. Yeah, a little brother, that's Rob Ellis down below, and that's Barrett Brooks. And if you think I have mental issues, wait until you meet these two. Well, he, he already knows me, so he already knows the, he already knows to play with me, man. Yeah, he knows, I don't yeah, even try knows. to hide it. When, you know, when I'm around your family, I don't even try to hide it, man. You You're know, right. So, you sometimes know. I put on a phony face with some people. No, nah, I don't put on any phony face when I'm around your family. What they saw is what they got. <laughs> hey, 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 Barrett, don't take it personal, but I've tried to convince my family that uh, your mother fed you gunpowder as a baby, and that explains oh, why. And that explains a lot about why you are the way you are. Uh, oh, my I'm God. All right, I'm so I see, so. I see Frank, I see William, I see Philly 559. Yes, Frank, I'm going with the glass today. I, I, I'm by 
oh. solo cups are, 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 are running low. So, yes. Oh. Yes, it's it's straight gin in there, if you were wondering. <laughs> What's up, be Chris? An interesting show. Happy What's Wednesday up, to you, Chris. Yeah, all good. We see everybody in the comment section. Uh, hit the like button. We, we always encourage that for sure. we got a big show today, guys. So here's what we have today. 1 o'clock, Brandon Graham makes his triumphant return. Oh my BG goodness. joined us in the first week of the show way back when, and he's back on with us. because We haven't had a chance to talk to, to Brandon, I don't think, since the draft. And a lot of these moves that the teams the team has made, I'm going to get a scouting report on what Jordan Davis looked like, yeah. what Nicobe Dean has looked like in these short OTAs, what these guys are like, you know, in, in the uh, in the weight room or whatever. So I'll get a little, uh, we'll get a little little scoop there. So BG at one, two o'clock, former NFL MVP Rich Gannon. Rich is going to be joining us, quarterback. And a crazy story, man, of just perseverance in his NFL career to, to get to where he got to. Guys, he won his his NL MV, NFL MVP in 2002, which is his 15th year yeah. in the league. He broke in in 87. Isn't that's that something? pretty crazy. Isn't yeah. that something? That is crazy. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. It couldn't have, right? That long? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't. I don't see how. You know, maybe but, Brady. Maybe yeah, Brady. Yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah. you know, going back for, to BG for a moment, so BG being BG. Uh, so he texted me this morning, D-Gun, am I on camera or is it just audio? I said, were you on camera the first week of the show? Well, yeah. Well, what makes you think it would be any different now? <laughs> See, that's these football players drive me nuts, man. Former and current football players, they drive you nuts. You're cheating on like a hostile witness, man. I, I, I'm, I'm happy the guy's you, coming on. What do you mean by former? Former and current NFL players drive you nuts because they're all – they're all mentally challenged. I'm wow. telling you. Jeez. Oh my goodness. I'm just, it's true. I don't. I don't like these working conditions. I'm. I'm you know. Right you tell now. them. You tell them to be somewhere at a certain time. They show up ten minutes late. I think you need to file a protest, Barry. Or, right, or, right. Or they right. tell you. Or they tell you. Oh yeah, I got you. I'm gonna do this. All of a sudden, phone goes silent. You don't hear from them for days. Then a few days later, oh, I was gonna get back to you, but I I got caught up uh, my baby mama drama, and I'm like, hold up, that got nothing to do with me. You're supposed to be somewhere at a certain time. I, all football players, I love them to death, but they drive you nuts. Yes, yes, but we tolerate it because they are good, and Brandon's as good as it gets, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. A- and we need to hit him with the Husky nickname. Oh, my goodness. That Vinny Carey dropped on us. Really? Husky. Husky, okay? Really? Husky? Not ever really a nickname you're looking for, unless you're the Washington Huskies. That's, that's, a, that's a different kind oh, of Oh, my goodness. Yes. So we will talk to BG about that. Rich Gannon at 2 o'clock, as I mentioned. Man, there's a lot of smoke, NBA-wise, guys. There's a lot of stuff filtering around, which we're going to dive into really hard at 1230, but there's a lot of stuff between the Sixers and the possibility of, of going after P.J. Tucker, maybe going after Eric Gordon. Uh, I know Barrett's going to get into the, you know, the potential, God bless you, Barrett, the potential of uh, maybe Bradley Beal. Uh, Barrett's, by the way, struggling with his allergies today, FYI. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Man. I feel bad for you, bro. I know what that's like. Yeah, he's bad. I feel bad for you. Playing a I mean, little hurt. On my, on my, on my car, man, it's, 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 it's covered in that stuff, pollen, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you, know, you know what drives me nuts? I go have my car washed. Yeah. The, ne- the next uh-huh. morning. The next morning. Now, yeah. I don't have any trees ho- hanging over my driveway, right? Any. The next morning, my car is yellow. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I go Absolutely. out there, my eyes are itching. I'm sneezing. My throat's scratching, man. My whole day is shot. Yeah, it's 
Either it's that or the the forecast is supposed to be beautiful and it rains the second you get that thing washed. That, it's either one. <laughs> you two? I thought oh, I was the only one that happened. All the time. Too. Are you kidding me? All the time. Oh, Stop washing your cars then, fellas. You guys are the cause of the rain, man. Keep Stop. it dirty, man. It's plain and simple. Exactly you know right. What I mean? Exactly acid, right. Acid rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Mama Brooks checking in. Good morning, Mom. Hi, Mrs. Brooks. Uh, I, I see everybody. I see Randall. I see Mr. Taz checking in. Uh, I mentioned William and, and, and the rest of the crew. Hertz, we got we get everybody. Uh, so, yes, a lot of Sixer stuff happening, which we're going to dive into at, in addition to, to a little ownership change with the Sixers as well and just what may end up happening tomorrow night, which is the draft, by the way. Rich Hoppin Jr. will join us tomorrow to talk a little draft and a little Sixers, what may happen. I'm not even concerned about 23 because I think 23 is – likely to be traded um i think there's going to be a lot of stuff that goes on draft night trade wise yes a lot. for the for the yeah. Phillies, for the for the uh 76ers absolutely yeah, absolutely I agree. I agree. sixers and around the league too it's gonna yep. be a fun night actually uh so that's we'll do that at, at 12 30 phillies lose again oh, where the offense oh. is just nowhere to be found and look i i uh it was one of those nights you just you had a bad feeling early because they were leaving runners on base a lot early. And Gibson actually pitched okay. It, well, I don't fault Gibson. The problem they have is, man, Familia, awful. Canable, awful. Here we go. Here we go. I'm just saying, man. Here we and, go. And where is Castellanos? When is he going to start showing up? Uh, it, it, it's frustrating, it's, especially with Harper out. Someone's got to step up, and nobody stepped up. Hopefully Harper's back this afternoon. Rob. Rob. Yes. Yes. The Phillies are winning more than they're losing, right? Right, right, right. They're, they're yes. making they're making a push towards the top, not the bottom, right? It's good overall. Okay, it's good. Yes. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to get help you find that peaceful place in your existence. Namaste. Namaste. Right, I just you. want you to find that peaceful place. You know I can't do that. I don't. I don't existence. have that gear. Come I'm on, Rob. Satisfied? No, I can't Rob, do it. You you got to be more like me, man. I know you're chill. You just you're chill, but and you I have no a, sleep. You're a tired uh, D gun today. Now, what what is the you? There's always some kind of yes. sleep deprivation. Yes. Like, what is happening, yes. man? What is going on? Now? So, so one of our nieces came to visit from California last night. She's going to be here for a couple of weeks, right? And she, you know, um, across the board, thousands of flights are being canceled daily. Hmm. So she flew from Palm Springs into Denver. Flights okay. get canceled, so she's stuck in Denver forever, right? Right. Her flight was supposed to get in at 12:30 last night. Flight didn't get here until 1:49 a.m. By the time she got off the plane, my wife and I had to drive to Baltimore Airport to get her, which is what like 45 like, an hour. Yeah, about like a buck 20 from okay. me. Okay. Okay. So by the time she gets off the plane, get her luggage, it's 2:30. I get home about 4. And I can't sleep right away. I fall asleep about 4:35. And I always set my alarm for 9. When I saw my clock today, it was 10, 17. I'm jumping up. I got to feed the dogs, let the dogs out. Mm-hmm. I'm scrambling, dude. I'm like, I'm like so behind right now. So if I start mumbling around <laughs> 1 32 o'clock, it ain't personal. It's business. Or if he dozes off. Barrett, we'll, doze be in, off. we'll be in the middle of some brilliant point and all of a sudden. Yep. And I'm going to, huh? Gunner's nodding, uh-huh. doing uh-huh. one of those deals, man. Oh, I got one for you. So right there. Wife, right right there. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah, whatever you say, Rob. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, is so that, my wife, what is that noise? Uh, is that sneezing? No. Yeah, right. so, <laughs> so my, wife, my wife finally gets me my Father's Day gift, and she was upset because it was on sale over the weekend. And so she couldn't get it Sunday because we were at a wedding all day. She couldn't get it Monday. So she goes, meet me at Cabela's yesterday. 
so I can get your Father's Day gifts. I go to Cabela's. Right. I said, okay, I can't imagine because I got like, I tell you, I got like $500 worth of gift cards. I'm, I'm going to spend every last one of them. Yeah, I'm, right. even buying, I'm even buying a new bug assault gun. I'm getting that laser scope just because Barrett has one. <laughs> right? Of course. So, Bro, it's not worth two dead flies. It doesn't work, man. You, you it shoot, doesn't work? You put you put the, the red light on it yeah. and, and it flies away. It scares them, right? Yeah. Are you serious? I was thinking yeah. that when you guys were talking about that. I think uh, it scares them away. So I get there. My wife decides she's buying me a brand new Traeger pellet grill. Oh boy. Whoa. I'm like, what? Now keep in mind, I already have four grills on my patio deck. I thought you had seven. Now I got, I had, now I got five. Okay. Dude, I have a black Weber grill, the big green egg, the Blackstone four burner grill and a, a charbroil infrared gas grill. And now I got this. I got so many grills on my deck. I think my deck's leaning like this. Now. I don't even like how. Yeah. What do you? How do you Hold use up. all of those grills, man? Hey, Robbie, and, and, and the, what's messed up? He calls, and I, I called him yesterday. We're discussing some stuff, and I called him right after the job uh, yesterday. Right. And I said, "Yeah, you got the new trigger." He's like, "Yeah, man. You know, why you hooked me up? Hooked it up." I said, uh, yeah. "Man, I got too many yeah. grills." I said, "Yeah, man. I'll be about to pick one up, <laughs> huh?" What? Yeah, right. Silence. Man, I don't know you. Uh, I don't yeah. know you like that. I, I, I got a bad connection, Barry. I just lost you. See, yeah. talking talking about trying to take one of my grills is like talking about your family. We got fights. <laughs> it is. I'm just it's like, saying, it's like man. taking one of your kids. I know. Yes, and we yeah. got to fight. But to answer your question, Rob, you know, it's it's grill by choice. So my niece gets here from California. And my wife says, "You know what? We got to we got to fire up the Blackstone." I said, "Why? Because the Blackstone is great. You ever have Smash Burgers? Yes. Oh, yeah." Oh yeah, the Blackstone is great for smash burgers. Put the fry, sa for, uh, saute the onions, the cheese, and everything. And then I got the big Blackstone where you smash the burger, and then I got the lid where you should close it so it melts the cheese. Yeah, dude, let me tell you something. This Blackstone, <laughs> you can do seventy-two strips of bacon at one time. Seventy-two. Seventy-two yes. strips of bacon at one time. You could cut. You could do sixteen T-bone steaks on this grill at one time. Oh my God, man. Yes. Yes, so I yeah, dude. I'm telling you, man. You I'm know what I use mine for? You know what I use what? my blackstone for? What? Make hibachi. It's just like the hibachi oh. when you're at the uh oh. when you're at the restaurant. At the restaurant? Yeah. Yes. Same thing, bro. I even try to do the little choo-choo train onion thing, all that stuff, bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> were you, happen, were you gonna fly flames? Do you have the skills stuff? of those guys, Barrett? Are you, no, are you that no, good? because I tried to use vodka and vodka didn't work too well. No, man, no, so. no, don't do that. You guys are <laughs> burn up the house, man. <laughs> Dude, I tell you what, that's great breakfast on those grills. Pancakes. Oh, yep. Yeah. You, you can yeah. do pancakes, eggs, and bacon at the same time. Yep. Yep. I like that. You, what? 72 strips. Who are you hosting? The offense? No, I'm, I've never done it. I'm <laughs> just saying. That's what I'm saying, man. I've like, never done 72 strips. I'm saying you can put 72 strips on there at one time. I'm just telling. I've never done that, but you know. My, my wife sees that you, the, the picture you, I think you tweeted out, you threw it on Facebook of your new grill. And she says, Oh, man, Derek, I'm, uh, another grill. She's like, How many is that now? I'm like, I think it's seven. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, I guarantee you couldn't even name the kind of grill that we have. I said, I guarantee you, you're right. I don't, I, I'm lucky I can turn it on. Like, Bro, honestly, man. But see, that's the thing, man. Like, you take that Blackstone and you take Ooh. those uh, those uh, lamb uh, lamb chop lamb lollipop, the yeah. lollipop, yeah. And you, you know, you just like, you know, set it on there, flip it over. You serve it, man. It tastes so good, man. And I don't even eat lamb, but I'll eat. I'll eat. I do. I one. do think we need to do a segment. Either yes. one of you guys. Yeah. Where right. where. You're you're doing the show. You're grilling something up. I think that would be really cool. Honestly. Absolutely, you're right. 
Yeah, you know, we'll just get the we'll get the laptop set up out there, your desktop or whatever, right out on the on the deck, and you guys can go to town. Well, See, I mean, we, we can do it in my house because he won't let you go to his house. I know the compound. You can't you can't get through the moat. <laughs> the moat that's around the uh, fortress. Dude, I got I got five adults, three dogs, and a, a three year old demolition expert, and I have a niece here. I have no room now. <laughs> now I knew something. Hotel was gun. I knew yeah. something. Well, because the other day my wife said. You know, I've been asking Derek to make me a steak for a month, and he Ooh. hasn't made me a steak yet. And I'm like, "Oh, that that's that's <laughs> confirmation from above that I'm slacking in the grilling department." Yep. So that's not so subtle either. I, and then she gives me this Traeger. I can't wait to figure this thing out. I have a couple buddies that have Traeger, so I got to ask them because you know I hate reading directions. You know, some things you just hate reading directions, right? When it comes to putting cabinets together, like. This earlier this year, we put the, I put this big beautiful cabinet together for my wife in her office, a white cabinet she wanted. And I have a son-in-law named Alex, and Alex I call him McIver because Alex loves to put stuff together, and he's meticulous with it. Me, when I put stuff together, I look down. There's an extra bolt or a screw laying somewhere, and I got to backtrack because then you got to take it apart, make sure you put that screw or bolt back in there. So I just call Alex. So I'm gonna call friends and say, you know, I need to. I need the crib sheet version, crib notes version of how to use this Traeger. Cause I'm not going to say now I'll go. Now here's what I will do. I'll go to YouTube and look at videos of like different things they prepare, yeah. how they do them. So why would, here's the thing. While we're driving to Baltimore, I'm listening to music. My wife is on her phone and she's listening. She's looking at a video, eight steps, eight steps of the wrong things to do on a Traeger. And she goes, turn the music. And I said, for what? She goes, I want you to listen to this. I said, I got, my lifetime to watch. Do I need to listen now? So I had to turn it down and listen to it. And then she sends me the link. So I better watch it or she else. She's sending you some serious I'm in trouble. messages here. Yeah, yeah I'm in serious not, trouble. Yeah. I, she got that thing for, for you know, what, what she wants. Yeah. Yes. Always, yes, always a gift. Oh, yeah. Just yes. like me for my birthday. I got the uh, I got the new smoker. Yes. Man, I, I, yeah. I, I they reap the benefits of it. I love it, though. Don't get me wrong. I love it. Now, what but kind they, do you have? Oh man, I forget what it is. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't even know, know what it is. Well, I went out and looked today just because of that conversation I had last. I have a Dino Glow. Oh yeah, those are pretty good. Not bad. They are pretty good. Yeah. I've yeah. had two of those. The only problem is you have to worry about they they rust out quickly. They you do. Be careful. Yeah. I'm always I'm yeah. always cleaning it. Like, I'm do you have a cover for it? No. You don't what? have a cover for your grills. Rob, what? Are you serious? I, I you just leave I'm, it out there. The maybe I I close oh. it. I mean I. That's a violation, dude. You got to have covers for your grills to preserve them. Yes. I got to get one then. Now, yeah. some of these covers, though, man, here's the thing. Is, right, Are they you pricey? Get cover, yeah, don't get the cheap ones. I'm going to tell you why. All right. Because when winter comes around, I've bought cheap covers for, like, my gas grill and for my Black Weber grill. And, you know, and they get real stiff in the winter. So when you take them off, well, you don't grill in the winter. I'm the only one grills in the winter. Uh, not, I'll take it pretty pretty far in. But they, yeah. tear, they tear up quickly. They, they do. On the they old ones I used to have, yeah. So, so. I would tell you, I tell you, they change colors too. They, they, they yes, fade they fade. Quick. Now okay. the co- now the cover for my 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 big green egg, hundred dollars for the cover. The cover that I just bought for this um, wow. Traeger, sixty nine dollars. But it's a thick cover; it'll last forever. If you keep buying those twenty nine thirty nine dollar cheap flimsy ones, you're gonna be buying them every year because you get to a point. As soon as they touch the metal on the grill, and especially when it's cold, it splits. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yep. Exactly. So you, you have to pull that. it over and it's tight and it, you, uh, it's oh, yeah. worse. I did that same thing with, uh, I bought this like cheap, like tarp stuff at the, at oh, Home no. Depot for the, for the, uh, the furniture on the, the deck, the deck furniture. Oh, no. And, and this stuff is just, 
garbage. Like at, at, by the end of the winter, it's like ripped. It's yeah. it, it's like <laughs> stuck to the furniture. Yep. It's total yep. what? crap, man. What? It's total junk. Oh yeah. man. Oh. I gotta set my so, game up outside. So uh, so so uh, Rob, you know. What's on the menu for you know Derek? We going over Derek's house. What are you sending him? What are you gonna give him? Uh, I want wings. I want ribs. I want uh, wings and ribs ooh. also. A little fillet. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. Just because Support I love you guys, like, because I love you guys like step brothers. Here's what I do. <laughs> you can drive up to the house. <laughs> slow, <laughs> slow down. Throw it out the window or out the slow, door. Right? Slow down to about two to three miles per hour. <laughs> And I'll, and I'll pitch a plate through the window. All right, I have good hands, Barrett. I'll, I'll you drive. I'll, I'll catch. Right, right. That's right. terrible, man. Well, see, come the on, problem man. here's the problem. You know, I'll tell you guys, you can't come over. My wife. Oh yes, they can. I'm like, I just told them they can't come over, hon. Yes, they can. So and Barrett will tell you. Don't ask me anything. You ask her. You got. You know. You get the red carpet treat. We know who the boss is. Oh, I know. No you ask no me. Question. I'm telling you. Slow down. Two, three miles an hour. <laughs> I'll have you a nicely covered. Aluminum foil covered paper plate <laughs> for everything that you want. That's right. right. Like Dank Burrito says, D-Guns drive through. That's exactly right. I All actually would be okay with that. I, I, flip I it would. in your car like a Frisbee. Yeah. Honestly. We yeah. can't even stop. We can't even pull in the don't, driveway. Don't no, stop. no. Can't no, stop in no, the driveway. No, don't, <laughs> don't, don't pull in the driveway. No. Don't stop. And don't wave like you know me. Don't acknowledge me like you know me. Just, just keep going. And, and, you know, and, yeah, good. It's like when someone's tossing like the old newspapers out the window when you would deliver yeah, the but, newspaper. Yeah, but like I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna stand right there on the curve. I'm gonna be almost able to touch you and just kind of flip it up to you. Oh, okay. We yeah, can make I'm, not, that I'm not gonna wing it like a frisbee. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just telling you. I think this is a good idea. I'm telling you, man. We, we are gonna put into place the, the grilling. We, there's too much grilling discussion without us showing the people. You know what I mean? Hey. Right. Uh, there's, so there's a couple of things. Uh, Adrian yep. Wojnarowski was on SportsCenter, ESPN uh, reporter, NFL, excuse me, NBA insider. And he said, quote, James Harden is headed towards opting in yep. to that $47 million player option, then extending perhaps oh, no. as many as two years at a significant number with the Sixers, oh, likely geez. something short of a max contract, but still significant. What have I been saying from the jump? I, I, I mean I, – this is my worst Why? case scenario, and I'm, I've been saying this since the season ended, that this is what Maury was going to do for his guy. I knew it, knew it, knew it. Why would you sign that dude to an extended contract? Seriously. Uh, he's going to get even, to 47. He's going to get a lot of money on the next two years, too, Gunner. I wouldn't, even talk, I wouldn't even talk about extension until I see what he gives me this season. If he wants to be with Maury that badly, the money will still be there next year. Why would you opt in and worry about tying him up for an additional two years now? That is one of the worst business decisions ever. That's his guy, man. I mean, Robin yeah, said it. That's his guy. Yep. He, he, he oh, has, my goodness. He, it's like having, you know, it's like a parent that, that doesn't see anything bad in their kids. It's just, oh, Little Johnny let the house on fire. Oh, oh let's geez. warm our hands. Let, you know, let, let, let's, let's get, get some marshmallows out. Instead oh, of Johnny just burned the house down, mom. Like he doesn't see it. <laughs> that's, that's he doesn't ridiculous. see it, man. That's ridiculous. Absolutely uh, ridiculous. Telling you, what it's a, a mistake. It's a big. They're going to be an old ass team uh, because they're going to, you know, they're going to lock Tucker up. Uh, they're going to try and lock Tucker up, and make a move with Tucker, uh, bring Gordon here potentially. I, I mean, I'm telling you, man. Barrett, uh, I got a bad feeling. We're going to hear a lot of angry Rob over the next year. 
I, uh, oh, I'm getting, I, I'm getting a shot. I, I look, who, look who's jumping in. I don't know how to use oh. I do know how to use the grill. I know how to turn it. I, I <laughs> Maggie, Maggie just right. damned you out. You don't even know how to use a grill. You've been lying to us Boss. for weeks that you know how to use a grill. Well, in fact, your wife just said you don't know how to use a grill, okay. dude. So let's go inside here. So Father's Day, she's down the shore. Okay, mind you, with my daughter. My son and I worked. He got home from work. I got home from work. I came home. I grilled uh, burgers and dogs and potatoes. And, and a baked potato on there. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, that's yeah, nice. for for the two of us. So we ate. I did it. That's false. She's not. She wasn't even here. She doesn't even know. I'll get I'll get Bobby on here, man. He'll he'll confirm. We'll we'll make this happen. So anyway, but I I am not skilled. You guys can do real stuff. I can't do any of that stuff. Rob, that, that t- tell the truth. Your wife just called you out. Tell the truth. Do you well, even know how to turn the grill on? So so one time. All right, I'll give you guys one totally embarrassing story. What else is no? So um years ago i don't know if we were married yet we might have just gotten married so remember the old school charcoal grills you guys know those i mean the, the oh, old yeah. yeah i have one of those i told you the black weber i right. have one of those so someone bought us a gas grill okay a, a nice one and like the two knuckleheads we are we went out and bought brought uh bought charcoal and tried to pour it into a gas grill <laughs> charcoal in the gas grill he was involved in that one <laughs> It wasn't just me for once, okay? I'm just saying. So she doesn't have a lot. Of, she's she's decent on the grill, but she doesn't have a ton of room to talk. That's all I'm saying, man. I'm just just to keep the record straight here. What in your right mind made you try to put charcoal in a gas grill? Uh, cluelessness. The clueless, okay, just absolute cluelessness, man. Yes, <laughs> that actually happened. Oh my goodness, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I need help. Let's just, like you guys would be. Uh, you guys grilling in a segment, I would learn a lot just sitting back and watching. That's all I could tell you. Well, I, I put it like this: I'm okay on the grill. Like I, I, I admit, me Brooks is good. I, I on call, the grill. I, I call, I, I'll call D Gun. I'll get for consultation. Grill. Yep. Yeah. I'll call my my uh, my middle brother Philip. Philip can grill his butt off. I get some tips from him, and I get okay. some tips from my mom. And once I get all the information, I, I you know I get from those guys. Then I go out there and do an exact opposite of that and ruin my food. You know what I'm saying? Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, but you cook a lot, Barrett. You cook a lot for yourself. Your I can, yeah, I, I, I can cook. I, I just, yeah. I just, I'm just starting to get the, the, the grilling and well, not the grill. I can grill the smoking meat. I've, 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 I've never tried that before, really. Until, yeah. until it's, a, it's yeah. a longer, it's a long it game. It it's is. a long game as opposed to a short. Game. Especially when you're smoking meats. Now, when you're out there grilling a steak or stuff, it's you got to stay there so you don't burn. You know, you want your char right. You want the temperature right. You want enough pink. You know, some people like my son-in-law Alex. He likes his steaks well done. I'm like, why don't you just go buy some beef jerky? You know, he likes well done steak. You know, my wife, my wife, and I can't see the only thing I can't get right a lot of times is she likes a certain amount of pink in her steak, and sometimes I don't quite get that. I get pink, but not sometimes not enough. Yeah, but the seasonings a lot of times will overcome the lack of pinkness. Now I do, I, I do a decent medium steak, you know, but you got to be on top of it, man. When you when you when you're doing steaks and stuff. You know, on charcoal grills, you got to stand because the flame could jump up from the meat juices, all that stuff. You know, Barrett, what are you doing? What oh, is he's got his allergy meds. This is good. He needs it, man. He needs it. We're gonna we're gonna help him. Are you gonna, gonna be Are you gonna be snorting snow spray on the air no, while we're because, there? Because we're taking a quick break here, and then and then we'll be good to go. Are you gonna hear? No, we won't be hearing it. No, no, we won't be hearing it. No, trust me. We're gonna time it so we don't hear it. I just don't want to see his nose running on air. That's unprofessional. No, I'm not. I don't do that, man. Just like, <laughs> no, his biggest deal with me, man, when we were working together on Quick Slash was 
bro, don't have any boogers in your nose. That's all he kept right. telling me. That's right. Don't have any. Boogers. I'm like, dude, you don't have to tell me that. Well, yeah. I, I, I always looks good on camera. You don't have to worry about that. Hey, but but know. there are, we do have colleagues who you have to make sure. Oh, that I don't even want to talk case. about that. Oh. No, no, what you're saying. I can't talk about We're that. Not na- I, and it grosses Derek out. Now, that's why I enjoy bringing it up. Hey, I had to stand next to a guy and I have to tell him every week, could you please go take care of your nose situation? Just blow your nose. Yeah, yeah you, if you're gonna be a, that, the, the quick nostril check is not too much to ask. No, if you're gonna right, be on no, TV. No, that, it is a requirement. It's not an option. It's a requirement. <laughs> you know, it's a I, must. I, you know, there's not many things that gross me out or make me want to yak, but that you know, stuff hanging out your nose like Christmas tree ornaments. I can't deal with that. I've, no, I I've, I, over. I, I will tell you, this is TV and and radio both. I've had the the booger thing before with people. I've had people who you guys have, I'm sure too. Yeah. You've interviewed people who, who breath stunk. They might've had BO. Oh, Oh, let me tell you uh, something. I, I, I've, I'll, I'll even say Barrett, when we did our morning show, uh, breakfast on broad, there may have been people who, uh, oh. were out quite late the night before. And oh my had, goodness. Had been imbibing and, uh, still smelled quite a bit like it. Yes. Hey, yes. let me, t- let me tell you something. I worked with people in the industry, men and women, you know, and the people with the worst breath are always the ones who want to stand closest to you. Yes. You ever notice that? Yes. Man, I've, I've worked with people that could burn the hair off your face. Yes. I'm telling you, man. Yep. And it, it's bad enough. That, and then it, these are the people that also, they come in with a big mug of coffee. Yes. And which makes it, it worse. Makes it worse. It's like yeah. putting, it's like putting kerosene already on a fire out of control. I've, I've gotten, uh, I've done radio where I've sat down in the studio and, and grabbed the mic that someone previously was using. Oh man. It oh. is gross. I stopped using headsets in the oh. studio because I would put a pair of headsets on that somebody else had used that are, were vile. Come okay. on, man. Seriously. And when you do remotes, you have to wear headsets. Yes. Like, provided yes. from the station. Yes. And you could smell what kind of shampoo, which is, you know, what it's just gross. Dude. What kind uh, of, uh, there you see, go. I knew it. I knew that was coming. I knew it. It's not like a bugle. He's fine. He's I'm good. Trying, he's man. Clear, I'm he's trying. Up, man. He's I feel up. bad for you, bro. I yeah. know. It. I, I feel bad for you. Yes. All right. So let's do this. Let's get a quick timeout. We'll come back. We'll dive a little bit more into the Sixers because there's a lot going on here between Harden, between Harris, between Thibel, between Eric Gordon, between PJ Tucker. What's happening elsewhere in the league? We're, we're, we're building up for a pretty crazy night tomorrow with the NBA draft. So we'll do that when we get back again. One o'clock, Brandon Graham. Two o'clock, Rich Gannon. You don't want to go anywhere. This is another monster show we are rolling out today. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. All right, so uh, let me tell you about Station Tap Catering in Drexel Hill because they will handle your next business function with ease while you focus on securing a new business opportunity for your company. They got 50 years of experience in food preparation. Station Tap will impress, and your guests will be impressed. I've been on both ends of this. I've been a guest, and I've been the one who's used their, their catering when I've hosted things. And their food is amazing, whether it's the cheesesteak egg rolls, whether it's the wings, whether it's the chicken tenders for the kids, the salads. They got a lot of options. If you, you don't want to go vegetarian, whatever the case may be, they've got it. And the food and the variety and the price is awesome. And they can also hook you up for private events, corporate functions. The, 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 the catering hall is second to none, and it's brand new. It's state of the art. They will also do the prepared meals if you want to do a tailgate. 
just give a call 484-469-3222. That's 484-469-3222. Or you go to stationtapcatering.com. That's stationtapcatering.com. at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake a mama. Mama, go. Oh, mama. She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back in, everybody. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network coming up at the top of the hour. It will be the one and only Brandon Graham. Two o'clock, Rich Gannon will be joining us. So two things to hit you guys with uh, right away here. Bryce Harper back in the lineup for the Phillies today, batting third, and he is DHing. They play at 4 o'clock today, game two. You guys realize they lost eight straight to the Rangers? I don't know how that happens, but they have. Uh, so he'll be back in the lineup with Wheeler pitching. You gotta, you gotta like that uh, from a Philly standpoint. So that's that's good news. That blister on the hand must be healed up enough for him to be able to go. Or the fact that they haven't done a whole lot offensively the last two games might have sped that thing up a little bit. Um, he could have DH yesterday. He, he still could have been in the lineup DH, but yeah, just 
<laughs> precautionary. Go ahead, Derek. Right. You were you were muted. I've got to stop this, man. I get Barrett so much. Yeah, you you kill Barrett, <laughs> man. You're getting bad. Man, I'm getting yeah. bad at this, man. No. When was the last time they had a two-game losing streak? Oh, geez. It was Girardi. It was before yeah. Thompson. Yeah. I don't think they've lost two in a row under Rob Thompson. Wow. No, yeah. they I don't think they have. Yeah, they were, crazy. what, like 15 and three under him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, something they, like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that that's good news. Uh, the other thing is just to – Circle back to what we, we were talking about in the first segment here, since we're, we're going to do a little Sixers talk now. So Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that James Harden will opt in for the $47 million this year, and then they're going to extend him, not quite the max, but close. This Again, this is according to Woj, uh, for, for, you know, three more, whatever. I mean, give me a freaking break here with this. What's, this what's the max, like $50 million a year? Yeah, you can, and he can get more because he is a sixer. You know what I mean? As opposed what? to, yeah, with the Larry Bird rule and all. But by, by the way, trying Ooh. to dig real deep into, into into everything that goes on with these NBA contracts, man, it's is, crazy. Your head will start spinning. All all the mid level exception and the Bird rule, and there's this other like everything is just craziness. But yeah, that's what it's looking like. And and I, this is my worst case scenario. I mean, this is honestly the thing I he. he if he would have opted uh, out, he could have given them a bit of a financial discount. I just, uh, I don't know. Now, <laughs> now, now, I will say I'm this. Lost from, for words. From Harden's standpoint, if you were James Harden, wouldn't you do the exact same thing? Yes. I'm I'm playing on one leg. We don't know if that, that hamstring at this stage of his career is ever going to be 100% again because this has been something that has plagued him for the last couple of years. And somebody says I can opt in for forty-seven million. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you do that? Yeah, no. I, I this is. I never fault players for grabbing no. every penny they can grab. Absolutely. I, so this is not a knock on James Harden. This is where the organization has to have better discretion and, and understanding of what this guy. This isn't Harden. This isn't Houston Harden, as we like to say. Far from it. This is Philly Harden, who's a much different guy now. As, as as your franchise player Joel and B said, he we're gonna have to get used to him being more of a facilitator yeah. than a scorer. A lot of money for a facilitator. I'm telling you, man. Well, you know, they, uh, I, even uh, at least he could try to give us more like a, a CP3 type of a uh, game. You know, if you're gonna be a facilitator, you know, you gotta give me a little bit of scoring also. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if CP3 could do it. He could do it also. Yeah, but you know what, Barrett. He's not nearly as quick as CP3 off the dribble. See, that's part. That's a huge part of a game. He's not that quick. He's more methodical. You know, he can't catch and shoot like CP3 can. He he penetrates, but he's so slow going to the basket. It's almost hard to watch. CP3 can shake you and get to the basket. Still at 37 years of age. Um, two different two different types of players. When you watch James Harden go, when he drives to the basket, it's like. No, <laughs> and he throws it up in the air. It's a, it's a, what is that bounty cleanup uh, yeah. commercial? Yeah. It's, it's exactly what it is. And then he throws his arm up every time, like everyone's a foul. And the referees have caught on to this mess, right? And they just look the other way now. So that takes away a significant part of his game. Yeah, CPA can kill you from the perimeter. Yeah. He can kill you off the off the screen. He can drive. He can penetrate. You know, and he's older than Harden. Yes, he is. He's, he's about five years older than I. Yeah, he's 37. Yeah, I mean, that that's the other part of this, Barrett, is, you know, when the league changed the rules, he still thinks he's getting every call he used to get. You don't get those calls anymore, man. No, not anymore. And, and, he, and he's not even trying to score. 
He's sticking his head down, running into the defender, flailing, you know, when ball goes anywhere, and, and thinking he's drawing a foul. And then he stands there and complains, and the other team's run down the other end, and it's five on four. <laughs> well, it was going to be five on four anyways when he's yeah, down. He's, he, right, he, he, he wasn't getting back. He's not a sprinter. Yeah. Right, right. But still, you know, I, I don't understand at this point why he's so hell-bent on giving this guy an extension. I don't understand it. Well, oh, it, it, we could it, give it, it a discounted rate. A discount of what? Yeah. Give us a discount. You know what 47, I'm saying? 47 this year. And then, again, according to, to Woj, James Harden is headed towards opting in Jeez. to that $47 uh, million player option, then extending perhaps as many as two more years at, at a significant number with the Sixers. Likely, well, that's 50 and 50. Well, he's saying short of, short, short of the match. Here's what I would guess, guys. It would be opt-in for this year, two more additionally at about 35. So it would be about 70 on, on the back end. So you're going to be paying ridiculous. this guy, you know, do the quick math here, like $117 million over three years. Whoa. That's about what it's going to be in that neighborhood, if my math is, is right you, at the top you of my head. You didn't have to tell me that, Rob. That's what it feels like, man. Let me tell you something. You give me that kind of money, I'll play in Afghanistan. I'll play right. in Beirut. You can give me that kind of money. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't frill. I'll even play defense for that amount of money. I might, yeah, I might even try to play defense on one leg for that kind of money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. $47 uh, it, million? Yeah. Yeah, not not thrilled here, guys. I I, I swear to you. He, and there's also he. It feels like he's just trying to run back the 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 Rockets at this point. The old mm-hmm. Rockets. He's going to get Eric. He's trying to get Eric Gordon. He's trying to get PJ Tucker. And I don't hate those moves, by the way. I mean, the, the Eric Gordon thing makes sense. He's he's got he's 33, but he's got one. Basically, the way this works is he's got this year at 19.5. Right. And then it's a team option. The next year isn't even guaranteed. They can opt Jeez. out. The team can opt out. That's a good deal. It's a one-year deal. No, and then that, you're right. You know, but what we're hearing um, for Tucker is it would it would be in the neighborhood of like three years, thirty million, at, for a guy who's thirty-seven. That's not bad. But I tell you what, though, see PJ Tucker, though he showed you that he still got that it factor at thirty-seven years old. PJ Tucker, he, he, you know what I, I equate him to Alonzo in training days. He's just a bully. <laughs> the dude's just a bully. Bully yeah. on a court. No, I, I'm you know, good, Derek, because they need that. I would take P.J. Tucker in a minute at 47 if Indeed he can still play. talked glowingly about him after they got eliminated. Yes. Like we need, he, he said, we need a guy like P.J. Tucker. He said, no offense to the, the guys we have here. We need somebody like that from a toughness, rebounding, yes. defensive standpoint. Yes. He's and he can hit that six, corner three. Yeah, yeah, he's only 6'5", but he plays much bigger. Oh, plays like he's 6'8". Yes, right, and he, he can guard guys the, on the wing. Yes, he can get out on the wing and guard. He can shoot the three like Rob was talking about from the corner. Um, he can get it. He can get in your psyche in terms of just mentally taking you out of your game. That's exactly the kind of player they need on this soft roster. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a really big part of this, Derek. Like he, he's not going to show up on a stat sheet, but he will. He will mess with other other teams' minds. Oh, oh and, and he will intimidate, and he'll get you ticked off. He likes playing the bully, the the villain. He's okay yeah. with that. Yes, I, I, I'm good. I love that kind of guy. You. You need a Rick Mahorn. I'm going old school here. Yeah, you need that yeah. kind of dude, man. Yeah, Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, yeah, Draymond. Just if you want to go modern Draymond day, Green. you go Draymond. Yeah. You go Marcus Smart. Whatever. You need that type, and they don't have it. Well, that's I mean that's 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 the type of player that I, I we've been looking for for the longest time. We just don't have it. You know what I mean? The closest thing we had was was Butler. 
Yeah, yeah, and you had a guy who wasn't that good in Mike Scott who could kind of do that kind of stuff, but he was nowhere near skilled enough. Right, right, Mike right. I, that's that's right. No, exactly. He's, he was he was the, he's a fan of the people. Yeah, fan of the people. The he was good fans. at getting under, under under the other team's skin, but he just didn't bring enough to the table skill wise. And and Tucker brings way more than that. And Gordon is a real good catch and shoot. Uh, coming yes. off screens, yes. It's just a matter of him staying healthy. But if it's a one-year deal, okay. I mean, I can live with that. You're going to have to 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 sign those two guys, or I'm sorry, one would be one would be a trade, one would be a sign. Gordon would be a trade. Or be a trade, yeah. Yeah. To be able to do that, you're going to have to move Tobias Harris. I mean, you talk about two years. He's owed guys two years, seventy, almost seventy-seven million. He's owed seventy-six point nine over the last two years of that deal. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy to move him. Wow. Yeah, that's hey. a lot of money. And, hey, and, I'm that, sorry, go ahead, Rob. No, I'm just saying, like, that's that's sort of the grand plan here is, I think, like, bring those kind of guys in. I know, Barrett, you want to get into Beal, which we'll do in, in one second, but I think he wants to at least get those core guys in here because Gordon provides the shooting that you need. He could either come off the bench or be in your starting lineup. Tucker is rebounding defense and toughness, which you need all three of. You know, see, and, and kind of go from there. See, Daz, Daz is talking about try to find a way to try to find a way to steal Middleton from Milwaukee. Milwaukee and give Chris Middleton. What? Yeah. Look, see, this is again. Here's another example. Now, this dude knows we're live on the air, and Uh-oh. he's calling me again. Why would you be calling me while we're live on the air? What's that say, Brandon Graham? We couldn't tell. Brandon Graham. Okay. Should I take the call? I would take it because he's, if he's canceling or something worse, you, you want to talk to him. Yeah. So do your yeah. thing. Hey man, we're live on the air, man. <laughs> what? Here we go. Fingers crossed. Are we are we good? Okay, I'll have to send it again. Oh, check your spam mail. <laughs> All right, we're good. That means we're good. <laughs> we, so it, I just we'll we'll take people behind the curtain a little bit here, Barrett, while while Derek does his thing. So what, what happens oftentimes when we book guests is. Everything will be lined up. Xander sends the, the guest the link right before the show. Yep. In, in plenty of time, by the way. Um, and then all of a sudden, Derek, so I'm just kind of taking people behind what, what happens a lot. So you'll get the panic text. You're getting a call in Brandon's case. Right. But I'll get like a panic text from whoever the guest is like, I didn't get the link. I didn't get the link. And I'm like, all right. That's exactly your, what he's saying. But what he junk said, mail. Yeah. Yep. Spam, he, said, he said Xander sent the email, but he said there's no link with the email. So right. Xander, can you send it again? Yeah. So we, we get we get those all the time. So sometimes if you ever notice that we're um, looking at our phones, it's not because we're on TikTok. Right. It's that we're actually you know, like talking to people, <laughs> talking to, to people, yeah, trying to get people going. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking, trying to of which, yeah. speaking of which, I need a vote from you guys. Um, I just got a text from uh, you guys. Remember Kim Stewart? We used to work with yes. Kim Stewart. At, yeah. uh, great. It was great. Yeah. Well, she she basically works for uh, Trent Cole now. And mm-hmm. she texted me and said, hey, Trent Cole wants to know, do you want him to come on tomorrow? to talk about his football camp for high schoolers. And so I said, let me check with the guys. I said, you know, we got people calling asking. That's 46 shows. We got people calling us, Rob, asking us, can we be on the show? What do you right. think? Yeah or nay? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 100%. All I right, want to talk got... to Trent about how, how how he would incorporate Hassan Reddick, among other things. Okay. So absolutely. All right. So we got Trent Cole at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Great. We got Rich Hoffman Jr. at 2 to talk uh, hoops. Yeah. So great. And, and today well, we, we do. Got, what we do, baby. Yeah, today we got uh, Brandon Graham. Hopefully, <laughs> everything goes well. <laughs> Coming Keep up, your fingers it. crossed. I, I know. Oh, fingers, toes, 
whatever you got. Uh, he'll be coming up. Brandon will be at one. Rich Gannon will be at two. But, but, but all right, Barrett, I want to hit this because we were talking about this a little bit before the show. How does it – so with Bradley Beal, so the way – from what we're hearing, okay, he's going to opt out, which will allow him to then sign a five-year, $248 million deal with the Wizards. But you think that could mean a sign-and-trade potentially? Absolutely. It'll be uh, – that's what I'm thinking. It'll be a sign-and-trade. Yes, he wants to be there, but it's just too it, – it, it's convenient for him if he didn't want to stay with them. Mm-hmm. And keep his family there and and play for the Sixers, right? Yeah, I mean, geographically, if there if anything's going to work, it's that, right? I mean, they're, exactly, they're hands down, the closest franchise to, to him. So you know, it, it just makes a lot of sense to me that they would do that. But it all is all it's all predicated upon um, them getting that contract off the books, man. How 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 are we going to trade? How are we going to trade him? And I I can't see Tobias Harris to me. He's not worth the money he's getting paid, so nobody's going to take that all unless there's I, a, a, a salary dump. I'm with you. I think if he was in the last year of the deal, then that's understandable. You you send him to some team who's rebuilding, who just wants draft picks, who wants to just get salary cap off of their books. If it was the last year, yeah, two years left on this. I, I, I look. I, I will give props to Daryl Moore if he can pull it off. I didn't, look. I didn't think he was going to be able to trade Horford. Horford had crazy money still left on that contract. And he was able to move him. Ooh, yeah. so that, get, that was different, though, because, I mean, it, there was nothing. There was nobody in Oklahoma. Nobody. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how they got that. But this is this is totally different. I mean, Tobias Harris' contract is, is a monster. I mean, yeah. how, how, how do we get him off? I mean, I, I, Keith Pompey has said that there might be a uh, a, a three-team trade with Matisse Thibel, the number 23 pick, right. and Tobias Harris. But – well, look, know. there's no doubt um, that that Matisse is 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 the sweetener for all of this because, you know, as much as we're frustrated that he has no offensive game whatsoever, there are teams that look at his defensive ability and just drool. They just drool over it. So I think if you threw him in there, this is how you potentially get. I'm not saying they're getting it done, but it's potentially how you could get it done. You know, there's something something about as good of a score as Bradley Beal is. I don't want him here. There's something about <laughs> That's from it. From out of nowhere, you just you just RKO'd me. I just I I know Barrett's big on getting him here, and I'm not saying he wouldn't be a good offensive fit, but they don't need just a score. You need more of a two way player on this team. You got too many one way players on this team as it is, and I I love his scoring potential, but if you if you're gonna score a basket and give up two more baskets. It defeats the purpose. Well, there's two things, right, Derek? One, he doesn't defend, and two, he misses. Like we talk about Embiid, I'll just go through the last three years. He he's played. I know one of these was the bubble year, but yep. he's played 57, 60, and 40. Yep. There you go. That's all I need to it's hear. A lot of missed time, man. For he's only 28 too. Yep. Like red flag. Like, red that's flag. That's gonna get worse as he gets older, bro. You know? we, uh, tw- I, I, he'll be 29. He'll be 29 in a couple of days. Red All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. Use him for the next two years. You know what I'm saying? You have got to maximize Embiid's ability to, to, to be a dominant player right now. You have to. And he needs scoring. I mean, True. defense is cool, but we need scoring in the worst way. The worst way. See, so I, I, but see I look at these. I look at the reason I say that, Barrett, I look at, I look at Boston. 
I look at Golden State. I look at Miami. I look at Milwaukee. I look at Phoenix. Those are those are te- those are a bunch of teams with interchangeable parts that can light it up on the offense and they can take your heart out on defense. And we always focus in on one player like a PJ Tucker or a Draymond Green. But those teams have players, multiple players that can get in your get in your jersey and disrupt you. You know, they got dudes flying all over the place, man. I'm tired of watching Sixer players let a dude off the dribble, get him on their hip, and it's over once they go, they're gone. You know, I, I'm tired. It's too many Sixer players like that. Yeah. I want to see more interchangeable parts that can hurt you on both ends of the court. Yeah, I, I, you're right, Derek. And I'll tell you, you know, the other thing that I, it is, and I love them as great as Embiid is. The league is basically the teams that are winning are doing it with like serviceable centers, not great centers like Kavan, you know, Looney types, and and perimeter guys. And the Sixers just aren't built that way. No, no. I, I'm not saying it can't. You can't win it the 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 way the other way, but it's it's just the. It's not where the league is anymore, man. It's much more of a wing league than it is a, a big league. You know a team that You're I right. really enjoy watching play? Memphis. Uh, Memphis. Man, yeah. those dudes are up and they're flying up and down the court. Yeah. They're athletic. They can score. They can they can create turnovers. I just love watching this young Memphis team play, man. They're, now, I don't know if they'll ever win a championship, but they're an exciting team. And they that's are. exactly the kind of team I'm talking about, man. They're flying. It's like. All hell breaks loose with Memphis mm-hmm. on both ends of the court. Well, see, you that's I, that's not that's not that's not something we'll be able to do here in, in Philly, though. You might be right, you know, yeah, because Embiid is not that. You know, the, the team is built around Embiid, and Embiid is not gonna, that guy that's going to get on the break and and do all that. You know what I'm saying? You have to give him sport uh, floor spacers. You got to get shooters in here. Um, it's one of the reasons I would like the, the Gordon move to happen. Um, I I just think. Barrett, that that ticket that Beal that Beal's going to be making is insane. I don't know how the Sixers financially pull it off. That, that's just the problem. You know, it, it's just too much money. It's all predicated on 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 Tobias not being on the roster. Hundred percent. And the only way that I think that that deal will get done is if you sweeten the pot up, and that'll have to be a Tyrese Maxey to bring in Bill. If they so, bring in Bill, I expect Barrett to buy season tickets. <laughs> if that's if, uh, what. If that's the case, bro, I'm walking straight across the hallway. I don't need I, I work there. So I'm just going I'll be making all those games. He gets freebies in the suite, man. Where they won't where they put us in handcuffs, Derek, if we try to get in that suite now. <laughs> hey, Rob. There's like Rob. steins up on the wall. Don't I walk right across the hallway. In. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, Rob, and we'll be right on his coattail, sneaking in right behind him. <laughs> Until the police call like hey, I'll, I'll be in my disguise. Yeah, who, who's that guy? <laughs> who's the guy in the sunglasses? Hey, like, hey, what? Hey, Barry, you, Barry you, you get me in the game. I might even let you pull in the driveway and personally hand you the plate. Exactly. <laughs> Instead of winging oh, it in the window. Oh, see, see, now you have some incentive, Barry. You make that happen, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. Well, the- I, I wanna, let's step away quickly here, and, and let's get a little bit of an early break in because we're going to have Brandon Graham when we come back. So I'm looking forward to, to hitting everything with him, man. I mean, how the rehab is going, if there's any – any restrictions, what these new dudes have looked like. And I saw a picture today, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown working out together. Did you guys see this picture? No. no. A.J. Brown is a much – were A.J. Oh, yeah. Brown and, and D.K. Oh, Metcalf yeah. at, at Ole Miss together? Yes. Yes. Yep. What was going on there? That Whoever that weight coach is, the, 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 I, the, I mean, holy God, man. Right. Yeah. They are I'm telling tanks. you, man. 
It's amazing. Ay, ay, ay. All right. So yeah. um, we'll dig into that when we get back and we'll, and we'll, and we'll talk to Brandon coming up at two o'clock. It'll be uh, it'll be Rich Gannon as well. Don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. All right. So finances and we, we're all struggling to make ends meet. We're all struggling to survive in this day and age, man. So you want to make sure you're doing the right thing with that hard earned money that you are, you are making. And I found the right person to invest with to explain how it all works. And that's Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group. I can tell you from personal experience that I trust him with my own finances. For you, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, if you have a small business and you need help with employee benefits, that's another resource that Jim can help you with. I have personally, uh, in leaving other uh, situations, I need to roll some stuff over and I wasn't sure exactly how all that worked. He explained it. I use him for an IRA, for a 401k rollover. I couldn't be happier. And he's also just a great sounding board as well. Give him a call, 610-996-4751, 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I am Rob Ellis, along with Derek Gunn and Barrett Brooks, and we bring on our guy. He uh, last joined us in our first week. Oh, yeah, baby. We're now veterans, just like Brandon is, the one and only Brandon Graham. What's up, EG? Man, how y'all doing? Feeling good. Living the dream, baby. We're good, man. man. You you brighten up any day, man. So we're we're happy to have you. Uh, That's for. I told these guys yesterday. So the the organization puts out these great little videos when they sign somebody new or they make a trade. Those guys pulling up at the facility and kind of getting the tour and all that stuff. And I swear, man, every time they go past the weight room, you're in there working, man, and you give whoever it is like a big hug and all that. But like it's it's real. Like you are there every day working your tail off, man. There is no doubt about that. Man, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying if this potentially is my last year here. I'm enjoying every day, man. I'm not rushing nothing. Uh, I'm not in no rush to get out the building. I'm just, you know how like when you at the at the end of your career, you don't know what's next. It's like, yeah. you know, I'm just I'm just holding on to it every day, you know, as I because I last year I didn't get a chance to, um, you know, finish out the uh, season and it just put a lot of stuff in perspective. I was happy to spend time with the family and do all that stuff. But now it's time to get back to football. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's what it is, BJ. You know what? That's good that you doing that because it wasn't until like my last two years of my career that I thought about, man, all the great athletes I played against. I never got a picture with them, an autograph. I Mr. White, Reggie White. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I remember I was on the field and um, we were playing Oakland and Jerry Rice is on the field and I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, man, I should go up and ask him for a picture. And I regret not doing that because all the memories that I could have had with players that I played with and against. And, you know, it, it, it was it was mind boggling the, the amount of talent that I played against mm-hmm. and it was on the same field with, bro. I feel you, man. I feel like I don't have no Vic jersey, no nothing. Like, I played with Vic for all them years and didn't even go up to him and say, hey, man, let's take a picture. At least every year. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm doing that this year. I'm, I'm hitting up. Like, hey, man, can I get your jersey after this? Can I get your jersey? You right. Know? So, I mean, it, yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, you you regret not doing it, man. So, I'm, my last year, I got a Troy Palomalo jersey, a Joey Porter I oh, got Jerome wow. Bettis. Uh, I mean, I, I I got a bunch of guys on that. James Harrison. I got all those guys from the team, but I didn't get any of them from other teams, you know. And I regret that. I do regret it. Well, I'm glad you told me because I, I mean, I know I missed some, but I, I got another year to at least make up for some loss. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. I don't know. There you go. Hey, yeah. hey, B, hey, BG. We had Vinny Curry on on the show Monday, and he talked about how. When he was with you, he said this. He said Brandon Graham is one of the strongest dudes I have ever seen. He gave he 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 accidentally leaked something, and we asked him about it, and he was a little sheepish about it. He said your nickname was Husky. Oh yeah, yeah. When I was, <laughs> when I was a big boy, they called me Hus Husky. You know who gave me that? Washburn. Washburn gave me that. Wow. And uh, you know everybody been saying everybody been saying that like Daryl Tap used to say it all the time. What up, Hus? What up, Hus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know that kind of stuck with us because you know Benny. That was his first year when Watch was here, and yep. uh, boy, you know going through that what he went through, uh, man. I mean, I I take my hat off to him because that boy worked his butt off to get where he at right now for real. Yeah, some serious stuff man. he overcame. Yeah, you know, the, the last year or so. But that's when you know you've been around a little while, Brandon. When when you're being coached now by the son of the guy who you used to be coached by. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I knew, 
And it's crazy, man. It's like, wow. Some people say they, they age, and when they were born, I'm like, ooh. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you hear somebody say, I was born in 2000 this. And you're like, what? 2000 what? Yeah. We were uh, we we're at that uh, we we're at that uh, that that baseball game. First of all, I was the only retired player there. Second yep. of all, I was, I was I was really the only offensive line. I was the only offensive lineman there. But then I looked around, like I went up to a couple guys. I'm asking, you know, like like Smitty, bro. Mm-hmm. Smitty wasn't even, he wasn't even a, he was a twinkle in his pops eye when I got drafted, bro. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? That's like crazy. I'm like, what is going on? You know? Yeah. I am. T- when they got in the league, when I got in the league, they weren't even born yet. So here we are, you know. I'm, I'm covered. I'm like, and, and, and of course, you know, they thought I'm going out there. I, I made it look good, like I'm going out there swinging a bat and everything, the home run derby. All of a sudden, it got time to play. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so what <Yeah>. I do? <laughs> I let the young boys do what they gonna do. <laughs> That's why you got a coach, Barrett. Become a coach, man. I'm like, That's I got what I on the field for real. Like, How, how'd you do, Brandon? How, did you did you jack any there? How'd you do? Uh, I got close to one home run in the home run derby, and then um, the game, I just kind of let them boys. I, I I went out one time, tried to hit, I didn't smack nothing. So I was like, you know what? I just, <laughs> I just sat around, wave, sign autographs, have some fun, and then I didn't want to, um, you know how I go. You didn't want to be silly. I didn't want to yeah. be silly. I got you. Hey, man, when we had you on the show the first week of uh, our show, you just you were just oozing with enthusiasm talking about how I can't wait to get back on the field. I can't wait to do that. And then you said Lane Johnson is the first guy I'm going after. So we had Lane on a few weeks after that, and Lane's just cracking up. And he just gave you glowing reviews about just what kind of player you are. Did you get him? Did you get him when you got out on the field? Oh man, well I'm well, you know, we don't we don't go against each other yet. He knows right, training right. camp coming up. Training right. camp coming up. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I like I he the first victim because he the first person I'm going against. <laughs> but, but he know he know what's up. We sharpen we sharpen each other. That's yeah. all I mean. And I'm just hyped to uh man, I'm telling you, I just feel so good. I feel like myself. How I felt last year, I feel like that again this year. Wow. And man, I just can't wait to just go do it, man. You know how it is. And we got a team too. We got another yeah. corner on the other side. Yeah. We got we got linebackers, boy. Ooh. I'm taking full advantage of this, man, one day at a time. Just enjoying it. Man, what what is what time, that's a great yeah. segue, man, because I was gonna I, I need a little scouting report because the last time we talked, you guys hadn't made all the moves yet that, that you that you made, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. So give us a little thumbnail sketch on some of these guys, man. I mean, you got uh Jordan Davis, the you know, the monster out of Georgia. You get his running mate, Nicobe Dean. You got Kaiser White. You got Bradbury. Give us a little bit of what these guys are looking like. I know it's only OTAs, but what they're looking like. Well, that boy Jordan is as advertised. I mean, that boy came in. The numbers that he's doing, like, because we do a lot of uh, stuff, you know, uh, and they check your numbers on a lot of stuff. And that boy Jordan don't even know how strong he really is. For real. <laughs> you know, he just be out there playing. It don't even look like he's trying some of the stuff. I just can't wait to see how all of all of them get off blocks. That's my biggest thing because Nicobe look look good. Uh, I know he's learning the defense. Um, that's a big position being back there as a linebacker. If he's gonna be in, you know, in and out, he got to know what to do. Uh, I know that's gonna be. I, I feel like he's done a great job, but I'm just saying, I'm just thinking of like, you know, coming in as a rookie. That's what I'm gonna see uh, in training camp. Like, do we make mistakes? Do all that little stuff? Because you see everybody doing good right now, learning and stuff. And um, I feel like 
everybody did exactly what they were supposed to do. Even in uh, seven on seven, I seen guys making plays like him. Uh, you seen Bradbury catch a pick, you know, to the crib uh, a couple times, and you know it's just you see you see people uh, competing, uh, slay catching picks. It's like once you add that line mm-hmm. in there, um, we stop that run. Like I know we will. Ooh, Kaiser <laughs> White, you know he out there. Uh, I love. Uh, him just being there because I feel like, you know, he keep a lot, like his personality is really good with um, in the room. And, you know, he's he's kind of that guy that uh, people going to right now. So you just starting to see the dynamics of everything. Uh, even AJ, man, you see that boy, like you said, that picture, that boy look good. Ooh. I seen him at when, we, when he was hitting. I was like, I ain't never really paid attention to him too much. <laughs> he, is, he is jacked, man. He is. Those shoulders, you just like, it's just like, I can't even ex- explain uh, it. That boy look like he's going to be bullying some people out there this year. It's, it's funny, it's funny, man, that you say that, man. Not, not to give up me, because. I, I see the game plan. I see what I see what this defense, what the potential is, man. But I did, like first down was always you guys' Achilles' heel last year. Last year they couldn't stop it on first down, so then you have second and two, uh, third and two, you know, and, and that makes your your offensive playbook, you know, go from this to this when you have that shorter distance to do. I believe now with that, you know, I think you guys are gonna run a fifty front, you know, nose with you know. The, the two uh, defensive tackles over the guards, and then you outside, and then Hassan Reddick outside. How do you block that as an offensive unit? That's just that's that's look, me. Look, he's, look at it. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Not to give up y'all game plan, but damn, I mean, I'm just trying to think. How do you stop? Because you have to, as a unit, you have to block that man. You have to block it man up because if you don't, if you slide the protection, that means you're going to leave the you on a running back or yeah. Reddick on a running back. And that's bad football any way you look at it, bro. So yeah. it's going to be hard, man, for, for teams to really learn how to really block you guys because if those multiple fronts, man, it's going to be it's going to be hurting a lot of people, bro. Man, people. I, I'm, I see how we're training already, and I like how just even even Hassan came in. I mean, how he worked. Um, we had Sweaty, Sweaty J, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of – we got a lot of depth. Uh, that I'm just like, man, let me let me pour into these guys, man, because I, I know for me, I just want to see us win. I know if we all win, then, you know, everybody going to win. And so I just try to keep on sharpening the, the younger guys, trying to let them pay, play faster by just helping them with, with certain things. Uh, and they always ask me what I see on certain stuff on how I play fast. I'm like, first, you know, you need to know what you're doing so that you ain't got to worry about the plays of what he calling. It's just more about – now you can t- you can find them little details of what you've seen on film, uh, film study, making sure that you are uh, in the best shape that you can be in, so that you can go hard every play. Cause that ain't gonna matter if you if you out there tired. So that's uh, a jewel right there. I mean, just just, just people don't understand. That's a jewel right there. You said the ability to go hard. Cause uh, you know when you're tired, it makes a coward out of everybody. Fatigue yeah. makes a coward out of everybody. And the way you train, I say you train so hard, man. Cause you, not because you want to go every play is hard, but you want to talk trash to people while you're doing it. You oh, got to yeah. be in shape yeah. to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to be in shape. You got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you going to be too worried about uh, trying to not be on your back. You know, you don't want to talk no more. <laughs> hey, hey, BG, when you look at all the interchangeable parts that you guys have now in defense, you know, you got the DNs that can play over the tackles now. You got the D tackles that can move to the outside. You got a much better crop of linebackers. Um, 
you have more depth now on paper from what it seems. What if your numbers are reduced in terms of the amount of snaps? Would that bother you if it preserves you and makes you fresher at the end of a game? Man, what he just what we just said right there. I'm like, yeah. whatever, I don't care if it's 10 plays, them gonna be 10 hard, hard ass plays that you're yeah, gonna see. Yeah. We should at least get two of them things out of you know what I'm saying? Run to the ball, like, you, know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, you know, I I talked to the wife uh, and I told her, I was like, this is gonna be one of them years where I feel like whatever role they give me, I'm just going to maximize it. And it, yeah. it don't matter. Like, cause I feel like last year I didn't expect a lot of stuff to happen to me. And a lot of guys just were put in a position that they, you know, some was ready for, some wasn't, you know what I'm saying? But I just feel like I'm going to be ready for whatever. And I'm going to maximize whatever role it is and just and, and keep helping the, the guys that's in front of me, if that's going to be the case, but I ain't going to make it easy. Of course, training camp, right. Right. You got to have that longevity. You know what I'm saying? You better keep yourself right. together being able to practice because I'm going to be on your – you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it, yeah. yeah. it means that much. And I, I know what I put in every 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 week, and I'm, I'm and it's going to be just strictly competition because it's all love at the end of the day. Like, I know how to separate the two. It's like, look, some people don't, some people do. But I feel like I always come, you know, from a loving place other than, you know mm-hmm. – combative like man you know or you know how people can start acting funny yep and i try to address that like if i start to feel like that they acting funny to me and i'm not even acting funny because people could feel like that you know what i'm saying absolutely head about it and so i just keep on trying to drop jewels on people help them in their game because i know if they sharp i'm like that's only gonna help me you know so I think, uh, yeah, man. I, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm, I'm 34, but I don't feel like I'm 34. But I know my roles don't change because the young boys is they planning for the future. And so, whatever role that is, man, just know I'm ready. I, I got to ask you because a lot of people were, and you had a unique view last year, Brand. Unfortunately, you got hurt, but you, you were kind of like watching it from our eyes a little bit, having not, you know, been been in the games as much. But you know, from being there in camp and being around it. So I guess long, long story short, when it comes to Jonathan Gannon, do you see him having a much more aggressive approach this year than what he had last year because yeah, of the different I, personnel? I think it's more comfort level too of everybody uh, knowing each other, knowing what he expects uh, from us, and knowing how he is in, in, in pressure situations. Because it was a couple of times last year where you know he was getting dog, but then he made up for a lot of time, like how he bounced back. Uh, it's, it's what people like to see. People like to see, do you fold? Do you change who you are as a coach sometimes and start to yelling and doing all the other stuff that you don't normally do? Uh, I think he stayed the same. He stayed who he was. He might have listened to the, the media a little bit because they was on him about being more aggressive, and, and he got and he did that. But I feel like, nah, man, the, the pieces that he asked for, because uh, – I feel like how we let them guys get them pieces that they needed to get their job done and mm-hmm. how a great job. And, and now that's going to be big this year for us. And, and it's all on him on the game plan and it's on us to carry it out. You know how, mm-hmm. how it goes. that's our, that's our role is to carry out the game plan, whatever the call is, even if we don't like it sometimes it's like, if we all on the same page, then we, something going to happen. Mm-hmm. BJ, you've always had this unbelievable outlook yeah. On your on your career and life. And, and I've covered this game for over four decades, and that's a rare treasure. Um, where did you get that from? Because I've I've I have said from one mountaintop to another mountaintop, when you look at a Brandon Graham, he talks to everybody. You never see him with without a smile on his face. 
He is one of the most positive people that I've ever met in covering professional sports. And he just rubs off on everybody. And even people who are, in, who are intimidated, like the casual fan standing on the sideline and just wanted to say hi to Brandon Graham, you make a U-turn, you walk over, you shake hands, you engage people, you make people's day in a lot of ways. Where did that come from? You know what? Um, I, I feel like that built up over time because I used to, in the beginning, man, I ain't like it here. I mean, and I used to hide. I used to be sitting around and, and be eating my food and playing my game yep, and doing yep. my little stuff. Um, but you know what? When I got a wife, man, my wife really, you know, helped me in a lot of ways. Uh, and I feel like just the conversations we done had, the people that I had, like T. Cole and them, JP and them, when I was going through all that stuff I was going through uh, with the Eagles when I got hurt my first couple years, I think it was just more about, I'm I'm a fight back. And I was like, when I could fight back, people going to eat them words that they was talking. And so as as I was fighting back, I started like started to try to act like, man, don't mess with me now. No, don't talk to me now. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to be bigger than that. And it was just something that just started clicking to just stay positive through it all because you'd have been through the worst that you could probably that you've never probably been through right now in life. You know, at this point in my life, this yeah. was that was the worst thing I could have did get hurt as a first rounder and then be called a bust. And it was like you gotta live with that for a minute and hoping that you got time to fight back if the team don't cut you. And so I think as I continue to mature, I matured uh into this role. And you know, I feel like God helped me in that too, because it was it was some dark days during that time, and I didn't know until I got out of it. Uh, and once I started being a bigger person about a lot of stuff, man, that changed my whole outlook on a lot of a lot of things. So even now, man, like I try to tell the boys, like like man, try not to worry about what they're doing upstairs because at the end of the day, they gonna do what they gonna do. But you That's gotta right. make, make it hard for them. That's like right. go out there today, and yeah, okay, I heard you talking stuff. Yeah, that's how you feel about me. All right, I'm gonna show you. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. flip. And it's just your mindset. It's just a mindset that you got to develop. And and even during them times where I got hurt last year, I'm like, all these guys I done talked to during them times where they got hurt and tell them it's going to be all right. It's light at the end of that tunnel. I was telling myself the same thing when I figured like, damn, it's something that's serious because in the back of my foot is already numb. I'm like, damn, this this what uh, Achilles tear might feel like. And once I started playing with it, it was like, damn, because it was a funny little feeling. And I was like, Man, you know what? I get to spend time with my kids now. I did say I want to do that more. I want to do yep. that stuff. I'm like, okay, you know what? It's like in the tunnel. But how I felt that, man, I was like, ah, how I was feeling yeah. at that yeah. time. I was like, you know what? You never know what's on the other side uh, of it. And I'm here right now where it's like I got another opportunity. This is my last year on my deal. They're going to honor me uh, for this year. And whatever role it is, just enjoy it because, man, you ain't had football last year. You yeah. got your yeah. time with the kids, and you still got one one year left of the football if, if that's what you choose to do. And I'm like, man, I'm about to enjoy it. And so, yeah, man, I just try to – I developed that over time, I felt, as I matured uh, and started to let a lot of stuff go. Mm. You know, bro, I remember back in the days because uh... – <laughs> I remember it was a bunch of writers and stuff like he blocked me. He blocked me and he said, Oh yeah, I remember he's put on oh yeah, I'm about to have a black a block party. You're looking at one of them. Right. 
I'm like, and, man, and, and, on Twitter, they would have got me on Twitter with some with some tweets. No, I, Brandon, I don't know if you remember Rob, this. Rob, he blocked you. He yes, blocked. No, no, what? Let me tell you the story. What? So, so Barrett, not, so Brandon used to come on Breakfast on Broad, right? So this was I was already blocked. So we had it. We had an unblocking ceremony where Brandon unblocked me on Breakfast on Broad. It was great. Yeah. You know, I got a block party. You know what it was though. I'm like, if anybody likes something that they said about me, I'm blocking them. I honestly don't think I ever even ripped you. I don't know. I didn't even know what I did. I'm like, damn, what did I do? What a when yeah. I was, I was just one. I was just one of them places where it's like, man, I wasn't mature enough. I was, I would type my name to see who all saying it. They ain't at me, but they put my name. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm man. surprised he never blocked me. No, no. no. Now, people, the people got mad because I mean, people when it first started, I can remember I used to come. I said, um, BG, I thought D, uh, I thought D Gun was your boy, man. Man, he yeah, you dirty he, dog, he, you he, dirty he, dog. This for 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 a full year, D Gun did not know why you kept saying, "Hey, wrong again, D Gun." Because <laughs> dirty, I dirty dog, dirty dog. <laughs> I got to, I kept telling, "Hey, man, BG, I thought D Gun was your guy, man." He keep on, man. He he bet he better get y'all again, man. Oh, he said he no. said the Chargers are gonna win, man. He better get you again. So I kept and, telling him that, and he kept saying, "You wrong again, D Gun." So finally, you just <laughs> asked him after a year. You like. Why do you keep saying I'm wrong? Barrett told me you always picking somebody. You ain't never picking us. Barrett yep. said. <laughs> Talking hey, stuff. Hey, BG, I'll tell you what's the funny thing. And I, mentioned it, and I mentioned it on one of our shows a few weeks ago. Um, the funniest aspect about the you wrong again, D-Gun, was during preseason games, they would get sideline shots. You'd be standing up on the bench talking about where D Gun at, where, and your and your teammates, and your teammates would be looking at like, what the heck is D Gun? What you talking about? And I'd be sitting up in the press box because they would show them sideline shots, and I'd be sitting going, "This dude is off his rocker, man. Something's wrong with this dude, man." I was dying laughing for a man. full year. He did not know what he we were talking about. I said, "Man, he keep. Man, I don't know why D Gun keep picking against you, bro." I mean, I thought he was your boy, man. He ain't, man. He, he keep on picking against you, bro. Yeah, he finally you. admitted, like, uh, <laughs> I ain't admit man, nothing. I, I, I ain't admit nothing. Hey, Brandon, do you know? Do you know people still to this day, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook or when I'm talking to people in public, they still go back to man that time you were with BG in a tunnel up in the Meadowlands. And that dude had the nerve to walk by in that leather cowboy jacket. And oh. BG stopped talking and said, hey, man, I know you feeling bad. Dude, that's one of the few times I lost it. I lost it on TV. I didn't know what to say. I'm crying laughing, man. <laughs> that was a good, that was a cool moment right there. I said, he's sad. He said, I know you said. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I turned around. I said, oh, man. man. No. Yeah, the whole old school boy. Uh, yeah, too. man. Leather board. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! I, I think I think Derek should wear that for one of our shows. No, no, no. He he rips me enough as it okay. is. I ain't All doing right. it. So, uh, Bray, I got a question. I, I hope you play for ten more years, man. I, I hope it's here. I sincerely mean that. Man, but when it does come to an end, three more, three more no, seasons. Man. Yeah, I hear. It. All right, three more is good. Three more is good. But when it does come to an end, you're gonna have great options that a lot of guys don't. And a lot of people ask me all the time, Brandon, gonna coach. Or Brandon going to go into the media? So I'll ask you: Are you leaning either way when it's over? I'm, I'm, I'm leaning either. I'm, I'm going to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'll be talking to the wife about a lot of stuff, 
and that you know I can always I look at it like I love football, but you know I'm not gonna try nothing different if I don't try nothing different. You know what I'm saying? And so I know I can always fall back on it, and so that's how I look at it now. Even if I don't start it right away, I mean, because if it's something that that wild me uh, with football, then I might I might um, you know what I'm saying just really you know do that. Uh, but you know right now I'm, I've been thinking about just other other things like that's on the table and it's just like you know what we'll see I'm I'm, I'm just I just enjoy that um I have options and I really try to be considerate of it all because man I'm, I'm I'm very fortunate to be able to even be in this position and so uh I just try to make sure I keep just keep enjoying life man enjoying what's in front of me right now and that's football and I know that whatever whatever feels good at that time that's what I'm gonna do but uh, I do want to just – I want to test myself to see. I kind of want to go back to school, finish up my credits, and then being done with that because uh, wifey want to put that up on the board right here. You know, gotcha. I got all this other stuff, but, you know, that's the one that means something because that's hers right there. You know what I'm saying? She got, got three of them. So she's, it's just like, she's a doctor, right? Well, no, a lawyer. lawyer. A lawyer, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, man, it's just uh, just trying to take care of some stuff. Uh, now that I, I'm, I'm going to have that time and then – um, see what happens, but I, I am uh, I do love this though. I love. She already say I be talking too much anyway, so I know I be, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm always trying to convince uh, her or something. <laughs> hey BG, let's say let's say I don't even want to engage this, but let's say this were to be your last year in a Philadelphia Eagles uniform, would you consider playing for another team? You know what. I would, you know, but it'll only be probably for a year. Um, okay. I'll probably do that because the kids kind of together right now and they settle. So that that always, I know that they probably wouldn't up and leave right away with me. And so being away from them and family, um, yeah, you know, uh, that would only probably last a year. See how it how it works out. Whereas, right. Uh, but I probably, I probably end up playing 14 instead of 15. But my goal is to try to finish on 15 if I could. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's, as an hey, 15. You know, I 15. 12. Woo. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I'm uh you know I'm trying to I'm trying to make all I can too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame you one bit for that man. Hey if they if they still giving I'm I'm gonna take it too. Amen. Hey, Remember we, yeah. a, remember we was in the hallway when uh I mean the hall the, the, I mean uh the dugout we going on the field and uh uh what Slay say hey man shoot I'm trying to play as long as I can I mean, yep. we all got we all got thirty mil in the bank yeah be real don't we I'm like no I said no we like you would have got it if he was around this time this time you ain't never lie bro big V got big V got fifty for five yeah that boy that boy I was good for him. Yeah, <laughs> got that. Cause boy, I was like, man, that Super Bowl. That's why I tell people, man, you win the Super Bowl. Some people still living off that thing right now. Yeah, you know, oh yeah. In the league, when they should be out of it, but we just, we just gotta know what you know. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. yep. You know? That's why I played for as long as I played. Amen. I mean, yep. I'm Amen. still, I'm still eating off it right now, talking to you. <laughs> I know, for real, because you can you can relate. You know what I'm saying? And some right. people they didn't play 15 years and they never win. So it's like I'm just so thankful to get that one man. I'm hoping to get this second because boy, this team already looking special. You know, but right, if, right. I see once I see how we get off blocks, then I know and how we handle a little adversity. 
than I really know. Um, I was going to ask you that, Brand, on paper. I know it's on paper. I get yeah. it. But, like, you know, you have a sense. You've been doing this long enough and around it long enough going into a season. Like, you feel like this is this is a pretty – you're in pretty good shape here going into this year. Then just to see Jalen because we were doing seven on seven. And so I had to do something, too, because, I'm, you know, we're moving around trying to learn the outside linebacker position. And it's just cool to just see how he just – like getting rid of that ball, like you know what I'm saying, like how he even made that that jump. Uh, and I feel like even during the off season now, uh, that picture of him working out with with the guys, I'm sure Devontae on his way and other guys on their way uh, to work together. They got it all planned out. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I really do feel like that boy Jalen gonna take that next step. He gonna lead this team to victory for sure. And, you know, to be to be honest, I don't ever see you coaching. I don't ever see you coaching because. It requires too much of your time. And I know how you, you love your family and being around the kids. And you're a big kid at heart, you know, and your wife loves having you at home, even though she tells you to be quiet every now and then. But I don't, I, I don't see you coaching because from 6 in the morning to 9 or 10 o'clock at night, I don't think that's you at all, to be honest. Well, you know what? I get my work in now. Like, I'm an early, I'm an early riser, so I'm always in there around 6, 6.30 anyway. Right. Because I gotta, I just hate having to be move too fast in the morning when I when I could have just you know eased into everything. Yeah. So I get there, I get in the steam room, the hot tub, take a shower, put my clothes on. As uh, soon as I'm putting, as soon as I'm doing that, I'm getting my food. That's my schedule every day: hot tub, steam room. You know what I'm saying? Cold tub sometimes if I'm yeah. sleeping, just to jump in there real quick. Uh, but yeah, man, you got to get that regimen that worked for you. And, and wifey know, wifey know the schedule during the season. I mean, I try to help the best I can, but you know, just to grind, grind mode. When I come home, I promise I, I put the kids to bed, do all that stuff. That's easy. But you know, just know that I'm dead if you try to watch the show with me. You know, <laughs> I'm, tomorrow. I'm trying to stay up and, you know, I might rub your feet for about a good 10 minutes, 15 minutes. <laughs> I start doing this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, know hey, you like clockwork, though. You know, what I know, man. Yeah. You get so regimented, man. It's just like yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yep. Yeah. You can't get past it, man. Yeah. Well, it's wor- it's worked pretty good for you, man. All days I'm working. I'm going to play with the kids somewhere. We're going to the park. I'm riding riding my little my little go kart or something like that. You know, just something. Uh, trying to just manage your time the best you can. Mm. Uh, then having time to look at film, uh, making sure that you're getting ahead of the next week. And, you know, I think I, I, I found a great balance uh, because just communicating with the wife and whenever she need me to just stop everything and do something, then, you know, I try to do that. Yep. So I can get back to what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah. You know how I go. It's a grind every day. So yeah, in the marriage, the, the, the game, you know, but you just got to make sure you prioritize what you what you want to give back in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, Brent, well said, man. Well said. Listen, Brent, awesome, dude. Thanks for hanging out for a couple minutes. We appreciate it. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, and we we can't wait just like you can for camp, man. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. It's going to woo-hoo-hoo. I'm I'm over here just like, me, just relax, enjoy working out. Cause that's gonna be there. Cause when camp comes, you walking around like a zombie. You tired. You know how I go. Camp is camp yeah. is camp. But I am gonna be happy to see like all the fans around. Like back to like kind of some type of normal of 
just having the fans around and us, you know, really working together and playing against Miami and, you know, Cleveland going to there. I love playing uh joint practice because it just put it just brings the best out of you and yeah. uh see where you really at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He, cool. so he got me in trouble last I mean the year before last. I, I can't I couldn't go to I couldn't go to camp because you know when I go to camp, I'm talking to them guys, you know, like because we're friends. Yeah. But the media, other media guys got mad because I'm talking to them. I'm like, I'm not talking to them like in, in the media sense. I'm talking to them like this is brotherhood. But they yeah. got mad. So they's like, look, you can't come because of the other media people getting mad because you, you're getting I'm not interviewing these guys. I'm talking to them. You don't see a camera or anything else. But yeah. they got mad for real, man. It told me I can't come anymore. So I for couldn't real? come. Yeah, I couldn't come, man. I and you know, in that capacity. Yeah, if I come, I gotta be alumni. That's the only way I can come now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dog. They got okay, me. Okay, so they, they they don't know, like you know, as a player, that that's me. That's talking about me in the media. They want to talk to players like you know me. You know I like to talk, but you right, like, dang, that's kind of crazy. But it is messed up, man, because it's you know, especially when Jalen came over talking to me, they just they said you can't come like Dude, this is not. I'm not talking to them about anything football related. I'm talking to them about next time you know they do something with their kids or something like that. This isn't me yeah. interviewing them. Well, everybody's getting mad, you know. So the other media people. So yeah, they they hated on me, bro. They yeah, because you know what? It's such a competitive sport, and y'all feel too. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That was the first thing they told me when I got here. Like, man, this media is nothing like you ever had. So that's why I came in and dapped everybody up. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's all love. <laughs> for sure, for and sure. They start blocking people. I know. Look <laughs> too. Hey, Les Bowen, Les Bowen got it the worst. <laughs> he was the first one. He was the first one. Uh, <laughs> I got him twice because he had probably two. I seen somebody trying to be Les Bowen on another page. I'm like, block <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Appreciate awesome. you, bro. Man. Brandon, th man. thanks, man. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you, bro. I appreciate right. you, man. All right, be good. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Brandon. Hey, Les got it twice. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I was a part of the block party. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> Rob, the yeah. nicest guy on the planet, man. How in the world you get blocked? I honestly was like, I, I forget what happened one day, and I went to look him up, and it's like, you know, you you blocked by the And look, I'm not afraid of a block. Like, if somebody's a knucklehead to me, I'll block him. But I'm like, what did I do to Brandon to get blocked? <laughs> I, he was just taking everybody out. He was taking waves of people. Uh, dude, he oh, he was averaging like 50 people a, a, oh, easily. a week. He was oh, like, you guys in your, your bug zapper guns. I mean, he was just <laughs> going straight across. But hey, yeah, we had, a whole, we had a whole ceremony to unblock me on, on Breakfast on Broad. But yeah, go ahead, Gary. Speaking of the bug zapper, dude, I told you, man, I'm going to buy some more. I got to oh, do it. God. I got to do it. I got to do it, man. I'm Hey, look. Look, man, I tell you what. Too many flies. I don't, I don't know God, why God created flies, but I, 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 I got to do it. You know what's pissing me off? What? Flies don't come in my house anymore. They don't? No, since I got the bug zapper, they're all gone. They're, they won't come yeah. in. You know what it's like? It's like buying a snowblower. Then you don't get <laughs> snow. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what it is. I went out looking for them. I actually went out last night and turned the lights on in the backyard just so I could shoot bugs. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah, so because it was dark and the bugs come up to the light. And I, I went out in the backyard. I was shooting the bugs in the light. Dude, when I go outside the grill, flies come from everywhere. And I welcome it now. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, I I'm serious, man. I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Terminator, dude. I'm li I'm lighting them up, dude. I got little blood splots everywhere, all over the back. Guys, you psychos, man. I'm talking, dude. Hey, let me tell you something. Oh my god. See, I know you're talking. Kevin Savard talking about the tennis racket. Nah, dude, that's not fun. I'm not. I, 
Yeah, I can mess around and break my rotator cuff. Say, yeah, exactly. Say, this man crap here. I'm locking and loading, Jack. I'm okay. I'm like, and I'm gonna be two fisted now. Doosh, doosh, doosh. I'm a, you think I'm kidding? Oh my goodness. You just uh, wait. All right. So two o'clock, Rich Gannon uh will be hopping on with us. We'll talk some more. I can't wait to get his take on, on Jalen Hurts because there were uh, some of the similar knocks on Jalen. Rich used to get the same thing, and the guy turned into an MVP. I'm just saying. So we'll we'll dig into that with Rich uh, oh. a lot. Yeah. What's I'm up? Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Xander just said they've released a hand pistol gun zapper. Oh, God. Xander. What? Are you serious? He's going to be distracted the rest of the show now, man. Are you, are you serious? They got a pistol? Oh, no. I got to look it up. Here we go. Barry, look it up, bro, because i tell you what. I'm going to Cabela as soon as – as soon as the show over, I'm all going right, to check, All right, I'll give you guys a minute to, to, to calm down and, and look at it. So check <laughs> that out. We got Rich. Richard, too. We'll talk a little fills when we get oh. back, and we got a lot of things to dig into. Uh, Roger Goodell's essentially giving testimony, and they're just butchering him. Uh, Are uh, they really? Oh, yeah, about Daniel Snyder and a bunch of other stuff. So we'll get into that, too, as well in the in the Open Talk segment. we got a lot of ground to cover, that's for sure. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let me tell you about ProAction Restoration. Not sure what that is? Well, listen, if you get a home or a business or you name it, any kind of property, and you have water damage, you have, a, God forbid, a fire, smoke or mold damage to your property, you're not really sure what to do, right? And who can help you? Well, ProAction is on call 24-7, and they can help you. I went through it. I called them. They got to my parents' house quickly. They cleaned up what was a pretty big mess. They had water damage in their basement, a finished basement. They got over there. They cleaned it up. The crew was professional. They were clean, and the price was very reasonable. Keep in mind as well, they are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. Again, whether that's water, fire, smoke, mold remediation. If you're not really sure, if you have some kind of issue, you can call them and ask them if they can come out and help you. And you do that by giving them a call at 610-623-3760. That's 610-623-3760. Or you can reach out online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com. with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the mommy slam dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, go to left, fake them Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again, you can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back in, everybody. He is Derek Gunn. He is Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis, and we are Sports State Jacob Sports YouTube Network. We have Rich Gannon coming up in about 20 minutes. He'll be joining us. We talked a lot uh, of Eagles in our previous segment with Brandon Graham. Again, if you missed any of that, uh, you can always go to jacobsports.com or our Jacob Sports uh, YouTube Network and check out the entirety. We podcast all of our interviews, so you can always go back and check that. Programming reminder tomorrow, we're going to have Trent Cole, former Eagle defensive end at one o'clock. And then Rich Hoffman Jr. is going to join us at two to talk Sixers and NBA draft as there is a lot of smoke, man. There's a lot of stuff going around about what's going to be happening come draft night with the Sixers and with other teams as well. It's going to be uh, going to be pretty wild. I think Barrett's battling, battling the allergies today, man. I give him props for being a gamer and hanging in there, man. This is a, uh, it's impressive work out of Barrett. Good work out of you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. This I is know. Crazy. I see a sneezing, man. I know it's tough. <laughs> That's a you know the, the the great advantage of uh, when you're doing radio is nobody sees anything. Like you you can go there looking you know just like a total mess. You can hit mute on the mic and cough and sneeze and wheeze and all that. But when you're on TV or when you're streaming, man, you got a sneeze coming or you got something else going. You got a burp or fart or God knows what. <laughs> right. I mean, you, it's, just, it's real out in front of everybody. Yeah, you know, man. Everybody sees it. There's no hiding. There is no hiding. You're I, and Derek, another violation. What is happening with you, man? Ooh. What is going on here? You can't. I know, you man. can't rip Barrett anymore. You're, you're you right. Cannot, you can't I can't. Yep. I can't. I, yeah. I, I, I apologize, Mr. Brooks, for my past uh, <laughs> transgressions. I'm you sorry. Can't, you can't even say it right. You don't even believe none of you just said, man. I do, man. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be sincere, which is hard for me to do right now, but. I'm <laughs> so did you get a chance to check out the pistol everybody's wondering Dude, during the break what's going on they got, I can't find it. you got this one's called the bug assault shredder oh my god it has cartridges round cartridges salt cartridges you load it you you break the gun open in the middle you load the cartridge in the gun but i ain't paying 124 dollars for this thing i'm sorry that's where i draw the line even you with like, your gift certificates no 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 Let's see, you get three, six, three, six, nine. You get 12 salt cartridges, and you break the gun open, break it in half, you load the cartridge in. No, I'm not doing that. I ain't putting that. No. Hey, whoa, a bug assault shredder starter kit. It's a whole starter kit. Uh, oh, yeah. really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. But All right. No, I ain't doing it. But, Barry, uh, I was going to tell you, seriously, when, uh, when I get, like, congested, and when I start, guess what I use? The worst thing you can use, which is the best thing you can use for relief, Afrin nose spray. Yeah, the I love the Afrin. worst. Why? Because it just rips through you. Like you, no, you just... no, because they tell you if you now it's never happened to me. Because sometimes, especially when I get a combination of an allergy attack and a head cold. Yeah, I do it for instant relief, and I'll spray like two or three mist up each nostril. And they tell you if you overuse it, that you can thin the membrane and it'll cause you to have a slight nosebleed. Oh, jeez. Now I've I've a now I don't use it often. But when I've used it, I know I have exceeded what I should use in terms of this stuff. But I'm talking, I'm not talking about taking like 
cold and sinus capsules and all this stuff. That stuff takes an hour sometimes to work. You you want the quick fix. You you want the Afrin, oh. Afrin within five minutes, dude. It's like you can breathe again. There's no congestion. You're not talking through your nose. Um, but some people, you know, have overused it to the point where they get the nosebleeds. But I've never had that happen to me. And I know I've well exceeded mm. the limit you should use in any given day. Okay. All right. Well, Barrett, I'm, trying I'm, out, trying man. To I'm trying to help him. See? All right. Well, uh, trying to get through that Phillies game last night caused me a nosebleed, all right? That was, <laughs> among other things, headache, nosebleed. It was hideous, man. It was hideous. So they get shut out. It had, it had a pre-Rob Thompson feel to it, didn't it, guys? It, ha- it had a Girardi yeah. kind of feel to it, yeah. that sort of game. So they get shut out 7 nothing. They're they had, they're 0-3 this year against the Rangers, and the Rangers yep. have beat them eight straight overall. I don't know how that happens because the Rangers have been very good the last couple of years, but – and that's not like they play him a ton, but uh, it's and, always and, that team. You always I know. have one team. And, and Martin Perez has now shut him out twice this year. Dude, owns- that dude was dealing last oh, night. God. He was. De- and I tell you what, the game changer was that Cole Calhoun diving. Oh, uh, on, on Veerling. On Veerling. Yes. It was a great catch. If he misses that, yes. They get a couple. They had what, two runners on well, at the time? And Gunner, he can run. That might be yeah, an inside the park home run if that yeah, you're gets right. past Calhoun. You're yeah. right. Dude, yeah. And that, that play he made. That was it. That's when I knew the game was over. Yeah. When he made that diving catch coming in, because you're right. If he miscalculates that and it bounces past him on that turf in Texas. And it was a low right. liner. I don't think yes. the center fielder could have gotten over to back no, it up. No, no. Yeah. I think at the very least, that would have been an easy triple. I agree. Easy triple for him. And two runs would have scored. Yeah. But once he made that catch, that game was over. That was it right there. Yeah, it was. And, and they, th- this game was clearly lost early. Like they had plenty of opportunities, Got you know, uh, two on, no out, two on, one out. And Castellanos himself, guys, goes 0 for 4. But, the, you know, the, the problem is he was killing them. He left five on himself yep. last night, Castellanos. So, you know, you got to take advantage of that stuff early. And, and you can't always depend on, like, the miracle home run shot in the ninth or this crazy comeback. And, you know, he was – they were just not good last night. And Gibson pitched fine enough. For you know, for what he is, he gave a couple solo shots, but you know he took it pretty deep. He only gave up three runs. But here, here's the problem. You know, Familia comes in, inning in the third, four hits, yep. four earned runs. Yep. He's got a five 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 ERA in twenty seven appearances. Two home runs. Oh, two home runs. He only threw twenty eight pitches, sixteen for strikes, two left to park. Terrible. He's terrible. He's and Canable's <laughs> terrible. You know. They moved. They moved uh, Knable into a lesser role, and he's still just as bad as when he was a closer. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, oh, and, 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 and they guys, brought him in. They brought him in, though. That's what I'm trying to say. They brought him in as a guy that's supposed to be pretty good, right? Oh yeah, for ten million, one year, ten million. Knable ten and six for Familia. So there's sixteen million dollars there on two guys who can't get outs. Tied up into softball pitchers, right? Literally can't get outs. So you know, it's a it's a problem. Like the back end here. I don't think there's any question anymore what it is. It's got to be Sir Anthony closing and Brogdon or hand setting up. That's so, it. so if they lose this game this afternoon, who, which Rob Ellis are we going to have to deal with you tomorrow? Get, it's not going to be a good one tomorrow. I can tell you right <laughs> now, it will not be a good one. Hey, now Harper's, you know, Harper could change things a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, he is going to change things. Yeah. Yeah. You hope I, they need him. They need him in the worst. They they can't play without him. He. he, he that's it. I just, I don't, I, you know, to me, I don't understand. I, I get how good Harper is, but 
they fall off a cliff sometimes if he's out of the lineup. They, oh, yeah. they just, you know, and I don't know if oh, it's a yes. confidence thing or, you know, whatever, but man, it, it, it's pretty brutal. It really is with, with what's going on. I mean, well, we last... know he can't get hurt. I mean, he's the Embiid of a, he's the Embiid of the Phillies. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where, yeah. if, where he goes, this team goes. He's not allowed to be out, period. Dude, you know, he's got the elbow. He's got the infected yeah. finger. What next? What well, that's mean? the thing. You know, and you're walking a fine line here between get him back in the lineup and making sure that blister's healed up. So apparently yeah. that the way he explained it was that the callus was healed, but there's an infection underneath, but it's still sore it, it, and swollen, so it's hard to grip the bat. So hopefully antibiotics got that thing down. Who knows? Uh, you know, so I, I think all these little things are going to add up and you, you're going to see him sitting out more and more games down the stretch. And with the, I'm sure with the mindset, we got to try to preserve him for September, especially if we're in the race, whether it's for the division or the wild card. And that can hurt them more than that can help them. You can't have this dude sitting out, especially coming down the stretch, two, three, four games in a row because he's nicked up, the elbow's not right, that infection is still a problem. Hopefully they get that thing corrected, but if not, it's just going to keep compounding the issue with him. Yeah, and look, the good news is the Mets lost, the Braves lost. If you're looking at the division, it's still eight and a half, you know, whatever, if you're if you're paying attention to that with, with where they are. I, I, I tend to look more at the wild card uh, when it comes to them. And, you know, right now they're three back of that last spot with the Braves. That, that's, okay. where, that's where things are right now. With you know, a ton of a ton of time to play here, uh, that's for sure. But they need to start getting together today. You know, this was a series that you looked at. You said this is probably the easiest one yep. oh, of yeah. what they have coming up with San Diego and the yeah. uh, Cardinals and everybody else that that, uh, that they have coming up. So they unfortunately didn't take it advantage of. You're right, Derek. I'm, I was I'm trying to think. I'm uh, let me pull up their schedule and see the last time they lost two in a row. Man, it it has been it's, it's been, been a, a while. It, it was definitely Girardi. I think it was the last yeah. series. Uh, of the Girardi era was the last time that they uh, they lost two in a row. So you have to, you're going back now. That was the they, they played one game under Girardi this month and won it. So the last time they lost two in a row was was the Giants. Wow. Uh, you remember that May 30th and 31st. So you know we're we're going back a wow. long ways now. It's been a lot of baseball played since then. So yeah, we just got to keep winning these winning these uh, series, man. I mean, no question. We we can, we can get out of this. With a win, you know, I think we'll be all right. Then they go, they go to the West Coast, right? Uh, yeah, they're at San Diego next. Okay, next they're, for four games, uh, they'll play San Diego. Now, looking like no Machado and definitely no Tatis, so yes. that helps. That helps. So you say there's a chance. There is a chance. There is a chance. That, that is what I'm saying. So I don't know if you're paying attention to this. Um, Roger Goodell's testifying um, in front of the uh, the House Oversight and 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 part of the question and and. Daniel Snyder refused to testify. I wonder why the commander's owner and they're, they're going all, all out. A lot of these, the the folks who are making, I think the senators or whoever's doing the questioning don't quite understand the way it works. They're like, can you just force out um, Daniel Snyder? He can't do that. The owners have to vote and it has to be unanimous or it has to be. Yeah. I think it has to be majority has to be able to vote him out. So you can't just vote him out, but there's no doubt in my mind that Goodell has covered up a lot of stuff for Daniel Snyder. Mm-hmm. And whether that's because Snyder has dirt on him, whether it's he just protects every owner, I don't know what. But, you know, there's, there's – He gets paid to do that, man. It's, that's uh, why he's making 50 mil a year. Yeah, he's their guy. 50 million yeah, they, they hire him. They hire him and they vote him in to stay on. So 
it, it behooves him to cover their rear ends. Right. Okay. Exactly. Collectively. Um, but there's a lot of stuff that has come out, man. It continues to come out uh, with, with some of these depositions and, you know, Snyder paying women off for sexually harassing them and uh, weird workplace stuff where um, employees, men and women were having relations. He fires the women, keeps the men all like a lot of stuff. I just wonder, and they're, they're going to, they're going to force him to, to um, testify now, by the way, because he's been pleading the fifth, but they're going to force him to testify. Um, Wait, how can he force him to testify? He can plead the fifth when he does it, but they're, they are, yeah, they are going to force him, you know, to, to at least, you know, be involved in these, in the, in these testimonies. They, they can make him, they can compel him to do that. Man, if I'm Daniel Snyder, and, and, and let me go on record as saying I am not a fan of Daniel Snyder nor the way he's run that organization because I think it is sleaze personified. But if I'm Daniel Snyder, I sit there and say, look, man, I ain't telling you, Jack. You know what? You can have me up here all day. Get me lunch because we're going to be here all day because I'm not telling you a thing. Why would you incriminate yourself? Even though evidence keeps leaking out against you, stories keep leaking out against you, you have all these former employees uh, who have been telling these stories about you for years and about your organization and, you know, in some of the some of the dastardly deeds you've done to employees, especially women employees. You know, the, the more you sit there and, 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 and they ask you questions, you're going to slip up and say something you shouldn't say. Yeah. Why would you put yourself in that position? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, the other thing that's come out from this is he was do- Snyder was doing these shadow investigations when he knew that the you know, the the league was, was digging into him and, and the house committee. Yeah. Basically yeah. he tried to portray and, and lay all this at the feet of his former like guy, his right-hand man, Bruce Allen. Like yeah, okay. he is just a classic rat. Like any, any, anybody in his way, he will just dump on man in a big way. They're going to subpoena him. Yes. Even the head coach, even, even Gruden's brother. Uh, he tried to lay some stuff. On Jay Gruden. Gruden. Yeah. And then Jay wasn't all the way right either. I think he was, wasn't he sleeping in one of one of the players' wives or girlfriends or something know. like that? Oh man, know. are you serious? I don't yeah, know. bro, it was wild. And that place is like Peyton Place and Caligula rolled into one. I'm man. telling right, you, right, but that's right. why they're always going to be a mess. There's, it doesn't oh, matter. Man. Like it doesn't matter what Ron Rivera does, what Hal Carson Wentz. There's always circuses around them that 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 hurt them. I don't care. And now they're getting a new stadium. Are you kidding me? Well, that was. That was part of his preemptive move to throw up a hundred million to, to to have you know a new stadium built. Ridiculous. Man, I wouldn't let that dude build a parking lot in my state. Seriously. <laughs> I'm tough. I, I don't let him. I, like I do wonder though if this stuff continue if there's stuff even if he doesn't incriminate himself if stuff continues to come out here. It's a, it's a storied franchise, you know. You can't. Yeah, he's destroyed them. Yeah, he's 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 killing that whole the whole vibe. He, just everything, even even the way he changed the name was just, yeah, just wrong. Well, you know, don't even sell out. The name, yeah, exactly. The name needed to be changed, but the way in which he did it was just stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And then the name of that stupid name, anyways, Commanders. Commanders. Are you kidding me? You know, the Cleveland Indians changed their names to the Guardians, Washington. I'm shocked. Atlanta hasn't changed. The Atlanta baseball team hasn't changed its nickname yet. Yeah, I know. I'm shocked. I agree with you. Yep, I agree. And people you. still do the tomahawk chop in the they stands. Still do. They every still home do. game. Yep. Yeah, they do. I know. It's it, it's strange. It feels like so does Florida just, State. Florida they, State Seminoles. Yep. Yes. Yeah. They, it, there's just a different set of rules, man. I, I don't know. It, it's hard to it's hard to fathom how this stuff goes on, man. That's for sure. But 
Yeah, I, I actually thought they would just stay with the Washington football team. Right, 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 right. You know, but he, so I actually eventually... like that better than the Commanders. Yeah, much better. I don't. I don't like the logo. I don't like that W. I don't no. like anything about it. I don't. I don't right. just don't think. Although, it looks good. I, although I do kind of like the color combinations that, that burgundy and gold. I, uh, it's I a good combo. Do, That's I like a good the combination. combination. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I will say that. But yeah, you're right. I thought they might go back and, and steal the old name from the old baseball team, like the Washington Senators mm. or something like that. Yeah, I thought they might have gone back to something, but the Commanders. I like yeah, that. Will. And of course, people jump right on it. The commies. The Washington uh-huh. Commies. You, so. you knew that was coming. Yeah, you knew that was coming. <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's step aside here and let's continue the football talk with a former NFL MVP, now analyst, St. Joe's Prep's own, Northeast Philly's own, Rich Gannon will join us when we get back. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. So go to right, I go to left. Fake a mom. Mama, go. Up, up, up. <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, hour number three. Welcome back in, everybody. Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Rob Ellis along with Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. 
And joining us now, our next guest, he was a fourth-round pick in the 1987 draft, went on to win the NFL MVP in 2002, St. Joe's Prep. He's a blue hen from Delaware, and and what a killer painting behind him in the shot, too, on top. I got to get one of those, man. Rich Gadd and Rich, how are you? Rob, I'm, I'm doing great. It's great to be with you guys. Uh, a beautiful summer day here in Minnesota. I was just I just came back from the Jersey Shore. I'm heading back around the Fourth of July. Can't wait. Oh, love it, man. Love it. Yeah, we got we got to we got to all hook up down there. We'll get you over to uh, Ocean, and we'll uh, we'll have a little uh, hangout with you when we do one of our shows down there, Rich. We're looking forward to it. But wanted to have you on for oh, man a lot of different reasons. I think you have a pretty remarkable career, all, all things told. I was saying yeah. this to these guys earlier. You're drafted in 87, and you win NFL MVP in 2002. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. to myself, other than Brady, has anybody had that kind of longevity where where you, you've been in the league that long to win an MVP? Did you ever look into that yourself? Well, it took a while. You know, truth be told, when I came out of Delaware in 87, I played in the Delaware wing T offense, and so mm-hmm. – you know, I got drafted by the Patriots. Um, they really didn't want to give me the opportunity to play quarterback. So six days after the draft, I got traded to the Minnesota Vikings. And it was actually a, a pretty good landing spot for me because the Vikings at the time had two veteran quarterbacks, Tommy Kramer, who had been to a Pro Bowl, and Wade Wilson, who went to the Pro Bowl, I believe, in, in 88. So, you know, I I wasn't forced to play right away. I wasn't ready to play right away. I had to learn a lot about the NFL passing game protections and, and concepts and defensive coverages and fronts and pressures. It, it took a while for me. And when I finally got the opportunity to play a little bit, you know, they pulled the rug out from under me. I think I had three or four different coordinators uh, in Minnesota, a couple different head coaches. And then I got traded to Washington uh, after the 92 season. I didn't get into training camp until the last day and then you know really wasn't able to compete for a starting job was only there a year had shoulder surgery was out of football year so you know I I think when I look back on my 17-year career what I'm most proud of is is kind of my longevity you know I I I hung in there uh I battled I was kind of a uh you know a grinder and and just kept working at it and my craft and and really played my best football and really got better towards the end of my career Hey, Rich, when, when you look when you look back on, on your career, 17 years, and you look at the journey it took you to get those 17 years in, as you look back, were you surprised that you lasted 17 years in the NFL? Not really. I mean, I knew I always had the physical skills. I yep. knew I had the toughness and the determination and, and, and the, you know, the, the will to, to, to put the work in. You know, I, I said I always took great pride in my preparation and performance. I always felt like – Guys, when I stepped on the field on Sunday, I was the most prepared player on the field. Mm. I really felt like that was my edge. And so, uh, you know, I just, you know, for whatever reason, I just, you know, I had an ACL, uh, you know, repair early in my career after my, I think my third year. I, again, the coaching changes. I just, I was talking to a couple of former general managers the other day, and we were talking about the, the development of the quarterback position. And, and this is, I was, this happened to me. So let me just throw this out there. I, I think the most dysfunctional thing we do in a National Football League is we don't really develop young quarterbacks the right way. Think about how many, mm-hmm. this year alone, I think there are 17 teams that either have a new quarterback, a quarterback entering his second year. Uh, you know, a team that, like, for example, the Indianapolis Colts, you know, they have a new quarterback in Matt Ryan. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons have a new quarterback in Marcus Mariota, they, and they drafted a quarterback. 
and what happens is with a lot of these, like look at Tua, he'll have his fourth different coordinator. Think about that. This mm. is his fourth different coordinator this year. And what happens is, is that every year as a young quarterback, you're, you're having to learn a new system, new terminology, new verbiage. It's, 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 I tell the best way to understand it is if, if you're in high school and the first year we say, we're going to study the, the German language. You come back your sophomore year and say, we're going to study French. You come back your third year, you know, we're going to study like Spanish. You, there's nothing to fall back on. You know, you, there, there's no, you don't have any history of an experience and, uh, you know, so that that's that's a problem as we look at you know the, the, the lack of development of these young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Look at Alex Smith; he had six coordinators in his first seven years. No wonder the guy struggled until he finally found a home uh, in Kansas City with Andy Reid, someone who put his arm around him and, and really, uh, you know, gave him the confidence and the trust that he really needed to excel at that position. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, speaking on that, you know, you talk about early in your career, you came from a, a, a running um, type of offense, not even a pass centric offense you're in there how long did it take you to get the just because right now people there's a lot of people that have a lot of doubt and hurts and his ability to read defenses when did you learn how to read defenses understand what defenses are trying to do to you people don't understand that you got hot reads i mean as an offensive line i played offensive line i played 12 years and it wasn't until like my my fifth and sixth year that i really understood all right if i see that safety creep over a little bit and that linebacker creep over a little bit i know they got an mvb blitz coming from my side so now i can adjust have my set and everything else how long did it take you to learn that it took me until like my fourth or fifth year to understand what defenses were doing to me it does take a while i mean there's there's a process right i think for the quarterbacks in particular you know i think understanding protections having the freedom and flexibility at the line of scrimmage to change plays i mean when you're going up against a young quarterback like Jalen Hurts, you know, last year, for example, just in his second season, uh, you know, really this first full season as a starter, it's a lot different than playing against a Drew Brees or a Peyton Manning or a Tom Brady, you know, guys that have been in the, in the same system for, you know, 12 or 14 years. I mean, the game slows down. Their, their eyes are able to see the entire field. You're able to anticipate. You're able to, you know, get out of bad plays. I, I tell young quarterbacks all the time, there's only about 60, 65 plays, offensive snaps in a game. And if, if you waste three or four of them, that's mm-hmm. that's way too many. You have to make every play count. So we have a strong side run call. I mean, they've got a strong side overload with an MEB look or Sam strong safety. You got to get out of it. You got to get us into a better play. And, you know, you have to have the ability to do that. I, I think Jalen Hurts, um, guys, I think, you know, made some improvements last year. I think the the anticipation, the accuracy was a bit better. I think, I think like a lot of young quarterbacks with that skill set, with his athleticism, his ability to create and 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 manufacture some offense, he's got to learn to to slow his feet down, to really slow his mind down, and function and operate better and more consistently from the pocket. I mean, you guys know the NFL; these defenses aren't going to let you run over the place. That's right. They're going to set the edge. They're going to force you to sit in there on third down in the red zone and make good, accurate throws and good decisions. And that's an area of his game where he has to improve in year three. Mm. Yeah, Rich, you make a great point. I mean, to, to your what you said initially about the the Tua and, and having that, that continuity there, same for Jalen Hurts. I mean, he had a different coordinator every year at Bama. He transfers to Oklahoma. He comes to the Eagles. It's Doug Peterson. The next year, it's Nick Sirianni. This is the first time since he's had his dad in high school that he's had the same offensive system mm-hmm. in, in that long a period of time. I mean, that, that's a lot to ask for a young guy. It is. And I think, you know, the, the challenge, I, 
that's why this offseason is so important. Uh, you know, you think about the, the quarterback school and the OTAs, the mini camps. He, he's a young player that needs as many reps as he can get. And I think, you know, the key for him this year, you're looking for, you know, steady growth and maturity at that position. And I think a lot of it is the decision making, uh, the anticipation, his ability to kind of slow the game down. Uh, you know, as you get more experienced, uh, you know, that I, I talk about what happens. Think about the 25 seconds between plays or 30 seconds. What happens in the mind of a quarterback? For some young quarterbacks, the game is spiraling out of control. It's going so fast. All, all they really hear is the play call. They do the best to get that out of their mouth in the huddle. They get to the line of scrimmage. They're, they're maybe seeing one thing and they snap the ball. As, a, as compared to someone like Tom Brady, the minute he hears part of the play call, he's already seen a visual picture of the play. You know, mm -hmm. he's able to go into the into the huddle and give a tip, a reminder to the, the receiver, hey, cut your split, you know, uh, Timmy, or hey, Freddie, quick release there. Here, hey, heads up for 200 jet. And then, and then as he breaks the wow. huddle, walks yep. the line of scrimmage, his eyes see it all. He sees the front. He sees the safety rotation. He sees the coverage. He sees the right corner heels at eight eight yards. He sees the left corner. His heels are at ten yards. I mean, he it slows down and as he gets his hands under the center. He's able to see all the adjustments. He's able to anticipate. He's able to verbalize and communicate, and really just put put the other ten players at ease offensively and not waste plays and really take advantage of of his experience, his knowledge, and his know-how. And, and that's really, for a young quarterback, that's 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 where you got to make up ground. You know, it's not a fair fight between Tom Brady and Jalen Hurts. We saw that last year in the playoffs. Yeah. You know, you you have to – you, and that's going to be the challenge. It's not physically. I mean, Jalen Hurts can make all the throws. He can run around. He can protect himself. He can he can create some offense. He's where he's got to make up the is from from the neck up. He he's got to be able to to really become a real student of the game and uh, someone that can really be an asset in the huddle and at the line of scrimmage. Rich, Rich, I mean that that to me that just brought into my head. Of course, you played with Gruden, and just understanding his offense and how you have to process the way like like he, I three twenty two jet watch stick now. That's my favorite play, you know. But people <laughs> understand you got to. Break down, okay, 322, I mean, it's a three-step drop. It's 22 protection. The running back's going to go to the left side. And then they're thinking, all right, the nod route is with the tight end. Then they, you got other bourbons. Tell me the, the longest plays that, that Gruden had. I mean, that you guys, that you had <laughs> to take it and give to them, everybody on the field. And then it's, oh, by the way, it's on two. I know it. And, and, and as you know, I mean, a lot of the guys only hear what, what what's pertinent to them. You know, some yeah, guys. I just hear 322. I know. And, uh, and that's why I would really – I learned to enunciate. I learned to really slow down in the huddle. I learned to be a really good communicator in the huddle because I didn't want there to be mistakes. And so, for example, you may say 322, Y stick, X nod, halfback slow screen left. Somebody right. doesn't hear the 322 Y stick, they don't hear the screen part. Right. You know, or, you know, so for example, when we get down and we go on a hard count, I, I would walk into the huddle and I'd say, sit in, sit in, hard count, explode the double wing right, two jet flanker drive, half back corner on a hard three, hard three. Red, so I didn't, so like whatever you need to emphasize, right. you, know, you really do that and you got to be clear. And so you know what certain players need more information, but. Uh, communication, when there's a problem, think about this, and you guys have, have been there and, and, and been around the game long enough to know. 
when there's a problem, an interception, a, 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 you know, a breakdown, it's usually a communication issue. Yep. Somebody didn't hear the call. Somebody didn't hear the, the check. Somebody didn't understand. Somebody made a, you know, the two things we cannot tolerate. And, and, and you know, from being in the huddle, you guys know this. MAs and MEs, missed assignments mm-hmm. and mental errors. You just can't have them. You know, we talk a lot about that. So communication is critically important. And that's another area where Jalen Hurts can get better. Hey, Rich, when you look at how the game has been pushed to a pass-happy game in the National Football League now, are you surprised at how watered down the quarterback play is? There's not 32 legitimate starting quarterbacks in the National Football League. Every team has an average of three quarterbacks. You throw one on the practice squad. So there's 96 guys playing that position in the National Football League, and some of them are never really ready to play the position the way it should be played. It's a great point. You know, I'm often asked about, you know, who the best quarterbacks are, you know, who the top five. I'm never really comfortable saying who the, you know, who, yeah. the, you know, because I, I think Tom Brady's different than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think yeah. they're both incredible players, but they're very different. Patrick Mahomes is different than Lamar Jackson, but yet they're both incredible players. But what I do, what I do know is, is that we have this top tier of quarterbacks. Yep. We have a middle tier of quarterbacks and we have the lower third of the quarterbacks in the NFL. And, and some are, some are moving up and down. I mean, we've got like a Ben Roethlisberger, for example, the last couple of years, he probably wasn't a top 10 quarterback anymore. Mm-hmm. He was trending towards the middle of the pack, you know, still had experience, still could be productive, but not the same player he once was. We've got other quarterbacks that, uh, you know, you may make mention of Jalen Hurts. He's probably in that bottom third, but maybe he's trending up. Maybe if he puts a good mm-hmm. season together, the Eagles make the playoffs again, he gets into that second tier of players, you know, somewhere in the 16s or something like that. You know, that, that, that what you're hoping for is steady growth. But I would say this, there's the haves and the have-nots in the National Football League. And I always say, if you have one, it's a great business to be in. Like Andy Reid must be loving life right now. I mean, he's coaching Patrick Mahomes. He's getting up there in years. Uh, you know, I think Andy's like 67, something like that. Yep. I mean, if you're Andy Reid, like, why would you stop? You're coaching right. like Patrick Mahomes. It's life is great. You're going to win 12 games every year, 13 games and, and compete in the playoffs and maybe have a chance to win a championship. But if you're, if you're, if you're coaching Justin Fields and you're not sure if he can play or not in Chicago, yeah. And they just fired the coach last year, and they got a new guy in there. That's not as easy. I, you know, I always say if you don't have a quarterback, you're better off selling life insurance. This is not the business. For you. <laughs> Rich, I, I got to ask you about the. We talk about this division all the time, and two of your former teams. The West is nasty, man. I, okay. I mean, the, the the quarterbacks and the and the defensive lines in in virtually across the board. When you throw Wilson into that mix now with the quarterbacks, I mean. How explosive could this division be? You, you know, I really feel bad for the defensive coordinators in the AFC West. I mean, yeah. think about it. You know, one week you got, you know, uh, you got Russell Wilson. The next week you got Justin Herbert. The, the next week you got Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr. I mean, you've got four of the top quarterbacks uh, in football. They can all wing it around. They can all make plays. Uh, they're very different and unique. I'm a huge Justin Herbert fan as well. I think that guy is a talented player. You know, he was a three-time academic All-American at Oregon. His brother is, I think, in his second or third year of medical school at Columbia University School of Medicine. Wow. I mean, this guy, this kid's a bright guy. Mm-hmm. And he's tough and he can make plays. So I agree with you. I think the AFC West is going to be a little bit like the NFC East used to be. Like, everyone's kind of, you know, bottled up in there. And, you know, I, I don't see anyone like, you know, even the chiefs, you know, they lost Tyreek Hill. They've lost some other players on, on both sides of the ball. Like, I don't think they're just going to run away with the division. I, I think it's going to be a lot closer. 
Uh, I think we're going to have a lot of teams, you know, we get into November that are, you know, that are just right there. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't see someone going like, you know, 14 and three and another team, you know, somewhere with a losing record. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a really tight division. I think it's going to come down the last couple of weeks. And that's, that's really what, what I think is going to make that AFC West so special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer right now that um, Carr is going to show a lot of people that, that the Raiders are, are, are in this West and, and they might be, I mean, I have them actually a uh, uh, top of the division right now. Oh, and I, just, just because of, just because of Carr and his ability, you say when you have a quarterback, you have it. Carr is finally starting to take his step up into the upper echelon of the quarterbacks, um, not just in his division, but in the NFL. Now they're getting weapons around him. Yeah. I mean, Devonte Adams, I mean, hey, that's, that's, mm. you know, it's his good buddy and, and roommate from college at Fresno state, one of the top receivers in football. Yep. They've also brought in Chandler Jones, one of the best pass rushers Absolutely. in football yes. with Max Crosby, oh. Josh McDaniels. Uh, you know, I think he's, he's so much further along and ready for this opportunity. Yes. <laughs> didn't go as well, but again, he was, he didn't have the quarterback. I think he's got the quarterback now. And I've talked to a lot of people out there and, Obviously, I do the Raider preseason games. I, I think everyone is excited in Las Vegas. This could be a special team. And again, I think when you look at how they finished last year, I think they they carried some momentum into the offseason. I mean, it was a difficult season. You lose your head coach. Uh, obviously, you have the Henry Ruggs situation. They lose their best tight end, Darren Waller, after the Thanksgiving game for like six weeks. And I, they had to beat the Chargers in weeks in a week last week of the season uh, in, in the 17th game of the season to get into the playoffs, and then that was kind of a, an amazing overtime win for them. I, I, I think this team grew up a little bit last year. Over had had to overcome a lot of adversity, and uh, I agree with you. I think Derek Carr is going to have a special year. Rich, let me ask you. We touched on Hurts, but let me ask you about the Eagles in general. They make a lot of big moves. AJ Brown to help out Jalen Hurts. A, a lot of good additions on the defensive side. Hassan Reddick among them. What are your thoughts on them in that NFC East? You know, I think they surprised some people last year. I mean, I think when you looked at the way the season began, uh, there was real concern after the first month of the season. I think that they they made a significant change offensively from a philosophical perspective. I think they decided that like, we're not going to have Jalen Hurts throwing the ball 40 times a game. That's just not going to work for us. So they, they they really played to their strengths. They have a great offensive line, a physical offensive line that can knock people off the ball in the running game. They've got a couple backs that are interchangeable that, that can be extremely productive. And and Jalen Hurts, his ability to, to manufacture some offense with his legs, his ability to extend uh, drives on third down by pulling the ball down and running and even creating some uh, design plays for him. So, to me, that was a, a really smart move by a young head coach and Nick Sirianni, and, and I think it really paid dividends for them. I think they got a better understanding of who Jalen Hurts is, where he can get better, and what his strengths are. I think, guys, playing the position, I think even if you look at a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady, not only do they understand their strengths, what they're really good at, but they understand their deficiencies, their weaknesses, what, what they're not good at. Like Tom Brady knows that, like, if – if the time, if the, the pocket breaks down, he's not going to run and make a first down. He's not going to be able to extend play. He just, right. <laughs> he just moves to his right and throws the ball away. In fact, if you go back and look the last three years, he, he leads the National Football League in throwaways. Like he, he, he's just not going to take a negative play. He's not going to take a sack or a fumble. He throws the ball away. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the thing with Jalen Hurts. He has to understand what he's really good at. He has to also understand what his efficiencies are and spend a little bit more time working on, on, on those parts of his game. But I think the Eagles, and particularly the offensive staff, they have a better understanding of who he is, what he does well. You've got to build 
you got to build game plans around that, trying to try to really accentuate what he does and try and cover up some of his deficiencies. But I think what's going to be the difference this year for Philadelphia? I think some of the improvements that they can make situationally, third down, mm-hmm. down in the red zone, uh, two-minute offense, four-minute offense, their ability to finish off a team when they have the lead. Uh, you know, defensively, their ability to create more negative plays, more sacks, more turnovers. So I think to me, that's that's an area where they can get better. And I, I think talk about the NFC East guys. I mean, Washington's starting over. They've got a new quarterback in Carson Wentz. Yep. The Giants are trying to figure out if Daniel Jones is going to be the answer at quarterback. They've got a new coaching staff. And the Cowboys, who are probably going to be most most everybody's favorite to win the division. They can't get out of their own way. They got no. a player who, yeah. who wants to wants to run down on the field and call plays. So, I think it's going to be interesting. I do like I do like Philadelphia. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Nick Sirianni. I've known him a long time. I think he brings I think he brings a, a great perspective to the game. I think he sees the game through the eyes of the quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts uh, is surrounded by some good people there, some good coaches in Philadelphia. Rich, I don't have to tell you this. You know this as well as anybody, but Philadelphia, very passionate, very opinionated, very critical market. And the jury right now is split on Jalen Hurts in terms of either people like him or they don't like him after one year of observation. If you're Sirianni, how do you shield him from the outside noise just to constantly get him to focus on do your job? Don't listen to what people are saying. That's a great question. I don't have the answer. I don't know how you do it. I mean, yeah. With social media nowadays, I, yes. mean, I don't know how you, you know, I guess you could tell them, put, put your phone down, and you know, once you get to training camp and don't pick it up again until, you know, until after the season. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you get in your car and you turn the radio on and somebody's, you know, criticizing. You pick yep. up the newspaper in the morning, someone says you're a bum and you can't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Philly fans, I, you know, I grew up in Philadelphia. I know all about Philly fans. I played games, you know, I, I came in when I was with the Vikings and the Chiefs and the Raiders and played in Philadelphia. I know how hard it can be. And, and, you know, the Philly fans, you know, they, they, they want to see great play. I mean, you know, they're passionate about the Eagles. And so, you know, I, I just, you know, he's, you have to, to play that position, you have to have thick skin. You know, you have to be, you have to be really tough mentally. And I, I think he has that. I think this is an important year for him. I think when you look what Howie Roseman and the, and the Eagles have done uh, in terms of preparing for next year's draft, mm-hmm. uh, they, they do have some draft capital. Mm-hmm. I, I think, Jalen Hurts is smart enough to know that this is a this is a very important year for him in terms of the evaluation. They have to decide, yeah, this guy's the long-term answer at the quarterback position, or you know what? Maybe it's time to go looking for a quarterback mm. uh, next offseason. Yeah. You know, Rich, I was thinking, um, you know, look at these offensive concepts. You know, it used to be the read option. RPOs was like the big thing. Now, I, I to me personally, I think they've ran their course, and I think that, you know, in order to help – um, hurts. You need to go back into almost like a what they did with 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 Des uh, and um, uh, Pres- Prescott over with Dak. Um, mm-hmm. I mean Dak Prescott with uh, Dallas. More play action, get the ball down the field to push the ball down the field. Not just because it's play action, but it's like a solid protection. I tell people you keep tight ends and you keep running backs in. You have more protection and you can push the ball down the field. I think RPOs to me. I don't know if you're thinking this, but let me know if you're thinking. Our RPO not anymore. I, I agree with you. I, I think I think you know I learned my lesson as a young player. I mean, if you want to run around at the quarterback position, you're going to pay the price. You're going to get hit. <laughs> right. You're going to miss games. Uh, you know those guys on the other side of the ball. They're, they're trained assassins. I mean, they, they, when they see a quarterback run, their eyes get as big as saucers. Man, they, <laughs> they're going for the knockout shot. And so you know you learn that as a young quarterback. And I think 
you know, even going back to Robert Griffin III, I mean, he had those, he had the terrific early part of his career in Washington, and then he blows out his ACL. He wasn't the same player. Yep. Like, look at Dante Culpepper, a different type of player, but like a guy that could really hurt you uh, physically with his ability to, to run the football. Then, of course, he has the, the significant knee injury. He wasn't the same player when he went to Miami. Right. And I, I, with the exception of Lamar Jackson, and, and by the way, he he got nicked a little bit last year, yep. and they do some things very differently offensively. It's not all it, it, he, and he's a special guy. And, and but you worry about like the, what's the shelf life of a guy that's going to you know run for a thousand yards every year in the NFL as a quarterback? I mean, you're like you know, can you play ten or twelve years? I, you know, I, I've yet to see that. So eventually you have to evolve, and and we talk about it. Eventually you have to learn to function from the pocket, and you have to learn to be an accurate thrower. You have to learn to sit in there and take the extra hits. You have to learn to sit in there with a tough jaw, knowing that you know you're gonna get you're gonna get walloped, but you're gonna make a big play down the field. And and that's that's where, in my opinion, where Jalen hurts. We, we got to see it this year. I mean, he he has to. What happens as young players is is that we go back to what we're comfortable doing. And the minute it gets cloudy, boom, we just pull it down and we run. Because I, I know I can pick up three or four yards. I know I can make a guy miss and get a first down. But eventually, you can't do that all the time. And eventually, you got to sit in there and you got to function as a professional passer. And that, that's what we got to find out from him. How accurate can he be from the pocket? How good can he be on third down? You know, can he fit the ball into a tight window? How good is he at pushing the ball deep on the outside, uh, you know, outside the numbers? Uh, you know, can we can we can we can he put the team on his shoulders for three or four weeks and throw it 35 or 40, 40 times a game when we're not able to run the football? You know, can he bring us from behind or do we have to play complimentary football every week with Jalen Hurts to have a chance to win? we got to run the ball and gain 125 yards in the ground. we got to play great defense. we got to be sound in the kicking game because if we expose this guy and he's got to throw the ball more than 30 times, we're in trouble. Mm. That's you don't want to be in that position, and that's a hard way to win in the NFL. And that's what the Eagles have to find out this year: is is Jalen Hurts, is he able to mature and develop into and being that guy at that position where we can count on him? And it's all about you know, you guys know, it's all about consistency and production at the quarterback position. Hey, Rich, Rich you played with four teams in the NFL. Which was your favorite organization to play for? And please don't tell me Minnesota because I'm from Wisconsin. So don't tell me. Don't tell me Minnesota. <laughs> well, it wasn't, you know. I, yes. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I, I spent six years in Minnesota. I had a couple of different coaches. I, honestly, guys, that was not a great team. Yeah. The veteran leadership on those teams, we had we had good enough. We, we, I mean, my first year, we went to the NFC Championship game. I thought, oh, we're going to go you know, be back every year. And the, the leadership on the team wasn't very strong. And it, it eventually, it, it certainly was a, was a factor. And then I went to Washington for just one year in 93. Yeah. The team was really long in a tooth. I mean, guys like Jacoby and Bostic and, yep. and you know, uh, Charles Mann, all those, you know, they were just they were getting long in the tooth and they just you know just it was the end of the end of the run but then I went to Kansas City I spent four years with some really good players uh you know in in the 90s with with Marty Schottenheimer you know I played with Neil Smith and Derek Thomas and Marcus Allen and Tony and a lot of great players and Will Shields and just you know guys that were just not only great players but great teammates that that was probably the most fun going to (laughs) Oakland I spent six years there playing for Mr. Davis. Let me just say it was a challenge. Uh, it was it was uh, an incredible organization with a, a storied history. But 
uh, a bit of a bit of dysfunction. You know, it was yeah. just it was crazy. I mean, the things that happen in the building every day, you'd be like, wow, I can't believe this is actually happening. <laughs> and yet you want us to go out and beat Denver in Denver on Sunday. You know, it was we had to overcome adversity in our own building. <laughs> it was hard. All right, Rich, last one, and we appreciate all your time. This has been awesome. Uh, perhaps the most important question since you're a Jersey Shore guy. What's the Here best we... pizza place? Uh oh. What's the best spot? Manco Manco on the boardwalk for yes. sure. Yes. I mean, I don't know how you could not, not say that, but, uh, you know, there's so many great things about the Jersey Shore guys, as you know. I, I love everything about it. I, I, I think the best thing for me, you know, even going back, I grew up in Philly. Yeah. I, I didn't have the uh, I didn't have the good fortune of having a beach house, but I did have some friends who did have beach houses, and so I'd go down there sometimes on the weekends and and uh, you know sleep on the floor. But as I got older and I, I was fortunate enough in the NFL to, to to make some money, we we finally bought a beach house. But we'd always we'd always rent a place before training camp. We'd rent a place in Seattle and Ocean City, and I just remember like it, it just it was the, just the right place to just kind of unwind to get your mind right for the season. And the only thing you worry about when you're down at the beach, guys, you get up in the morning, you get a workout in, you go to the beach, you hang out. The only thing you worry about when you're at the beach is what's for dinner and who's making it. That's, That's it. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. Yes. The spirit that I have is like, what's for dinner and who's making it. That's it. Amen. Rich, awesome, man. Great, great, man. great, great you, man. talking to you, bud. Thank awesome you so insight. Much. And, uh, thanks so thank much you. for having me, guys. All yeah. the best. Pleasure. And we'll check out. You can check Rich out. He, he does unbelievable work all over the place. Uh, Bet Parks, CBS yeah. Sports Network on the digital side, Sirius XM NFL. He's a really good follow on Twitter. I, I advise everybody to check out Rich on Twitter as well. I do. Uh, at Rich Gannon 12. Rich, we appreciate it, man. Thanks That's a lot. For being Have a great one. All right. Take care. That was good stuff, man. Good stuff. Great on stuff, Hertz. man. On the quarterback play. Barrett, you could tell, like, when you were going through some of the, the uh, verbiage, with the with the with the plays and everything's got a process. I love him. But look, you got to slow down. We got to go through this thing methodically. And that's you, the big thing, right? People yeah. understand. Just learning the verbiage on how to play and how things are broken down. Like I I, I said it yesterday, but then he kind of reaffirmed what I said yesterday. When it comes to get just just how you break down the play, who has this to do, what information this guy has to do. And then he, even the snap count, you know, I love how he, he went back and, and, and told people, look, man, this is, you know, hold your water on this whole, I can remember quarter. I said, hold your water. Now hold your water. Mm. We're going a hard three, hard three. We're going on three. All right. He'll say the play. We'll go out two jet all go on three, on three, ready break. Just because, you know, you have to make sure that everybody gets the play. Everybody gets it. And it's that's tough, man. And I think that's, that's where Hertz is going to be, make his biggest, his biggest um, step as far as him as a pro yeah. being able to slow the game down enough that he can get others on the same page as he is, you know, and mm. that's, that's when he's going to get better. He, once guys are on the same page as he is, then they can go out there and work. If he can get AJ Brown thinking the same thing he's thinking when he's coming out of a route and understanding, all right, if he's got too deep, he knows he has to stop it a little bit because that, that safety, he can't pass that safety because safety going to make sure he's the deepest man. So he has to throttle down a little bit and come back. And, you know, he has to understand and, and, and appreciate the fact that, all right, Hurts sees the same thing. So since he sees the same thing, they're on the same page so they can run around accordingly and he can get the ball to him when he needs to get the ball to him. Yeah, mm. that was good stuff. I, I, I And also I think him pointing out, you know, just the, having some continuity here with the with the offensive coordinators, exactly. and that's been a challenge yeah. for for Hertz. There's no doubt. Yeah, right, I've been screaming. Also, I've been screaming. 
We can't run that RPO, man. Leave the RPO yeah. alone. Yep. We, we uh, got to run play action or something else, but we can't go with the RPO. Well, and he's also a big fan of Sirianni, so that, that gives me a little bit of en- encouragement. That's yep. for sure. Yep. All right, so let's step aside quickly, guys, and we'll roll into our final segment. We'll hit a bunch of different things, including our guy mm-hmm. Ben Simmons. He's having a little fun out on the seas. I don't know if you guys will appreciate this tweet or not. You will see when we get back. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. at 11 with rick williams it's the team you trust to bring it all together the stories that impact your community a sports roundup for the locals and the accuweather forecast you depend on action news at 11 with rick williams all right did you know i was the mommy slam dunk champion really <laughs> yes really don't sound so surprised let's see it oh you're ready all right here we go let's hear the crowd so go to right i go to left fake a mom mama go oh, mama. <laughs> She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Fast one today, fellas. Fast one today. We're rolling to the final segment of the show. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. Just a reminder, tomorrow we're going to have Trent Cole, former Eagles defensive end at 1 o'clock, and then Rich Hoffman Jr. is going to join us at 2 to discuss the uh, the NBA draft. And, and, man, there's a lot of stuff flying around today, guys, uh, You know, regarding what's going to happen with the Sixers. And a lot of it could come to a head tomorrow night or during the day tomorrow. I'm looking forward to it. That's Rob is so excited. I am excited. I am excited. All right. What I'm not excited about is uh looks like you guys could have a a, a buddy, a, a mate 
if you will, out on the high seas. Uh, check out our guy Ben Simmons and what he's been up to. He looks like he's really struggling with the back. Oh, I mean, he's, oh, he's trying out. to. There's a lot of time, rehab happening there. Time out. Didn't he have back surgery? Yes. Yep. So when you're ocean fishing, and Barry will tell you this, especially if you hook into something big, there's that constant rocking motion when you're reeling in like this here. Mm-hmm. You put a lot of pressure on the back. Now, I don't know where about on the back he had back surgery, but the fact that this man sat out all last year, forced to trade, didn't play for the team he pl- traded for, allegedly had a back surgery. Now he's out on the high seas. And if it's a choppy day, you know, you're moving up and down, puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on your back if you're rehabbing. Yep. Something ain't right here. Mr. Mm. Brooks? <laughs> Mr. Brooks? I, just a pause. I, I, just a pause. I love it. <laughs> I just can't get I, – I hate to bash anything about fishing. I hate that, go. man. Here we go. I hate it, but – you're right, man. I mean, it's, it's like every muscle you, you use every muscle. That's why you're so yes. bad. You go get off a boat. You use every muscle possible in your yes. entire body. Exactly. Especially your back when you're trying to it just stand on a boat. Just being on a boat. So if he's bringing in a fish that big that he has to have one of those belts, that's a big fish he's trying to bring in. Hmm. So yep. uh, this is all of a sudden. I, I don't know if this guy plays ever again. I mean, I, 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 was, I was saying that I mean, I, uh, people were saying, I'm like, no, nah. I mean, he loves the game too much, man. But I, I just don't know. But not only that, Barrett, when you, when you hit those waves and your body's jerking back and forth, man, right. it's a lot of unexpected uh, un, un, uh, pressure yes. on certain parts of your body. You know, wow. so something ain't right here, man. That's a red flag, bro. I'm telling you guys, he loves the lifestyle, but he doesn't love the game. And I don't – I'm with you, Barrett. I don't – A, I don't know that he ever plays. And, and B, I don't think it's a lock that he doesn't get traded. Uh, from the Nets, that wouldn't shock me either, man. If they move Joey, on from him, Joey Bo, Joey B, Ben Eagles fraud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who in their right mind would trade for this dude? Seriously, Atlanta apparently loves him, and they can have him. Yeah, they, it's, it, he's he's all theirs, man. Somebody somebody down there can get fired making a Derek, deal like know, that. Somebody always makes a mistake. Somebody always thinks yeah. they can fix, you know, whatever, and we'll be somebody, the ones to, to turn this around and get them on the right path. We, we've heard how many times dude, have we heard that story. If he couldn't get excited about playing for with Kevin Durant and, and Kyrie Irving, nothing's going to excite him. Yep, playing right. with Trey, Trey Young, that ain't going to excite him. Yeah, I mean, seriously, really. Think about I mean, part of this. Part of this is he wanted to get out from the shadow of Embiid, yet he's afraid to shoot a basketball. Like exactly, you, you can't be afraid if you want to get out from the shadow. You want to have you want to be the lead dog, and he doesn't Man. want to be the lead. He doesn't know what he wants. I mean, honestly, he doesn't know what he wants. So I saw that yesterday. I'm like, I have to show these guys this one, man. Uh, I, I've never been. I've never bashed anybody with fishing, man. You can fish in a, a bathtub. I don't care. I, I mean, I just love to fish. <laughs> But now, when I mean, if if I was him, I just wouldn't post. It, I just he can't wouldn't. help himself, dude. I wouldn't post because nothing he could do is is, is going to be right, especially to us as as as, as Philly fans. And, and then on top of that, try to has the nerve to file a grievance to try to get like twenty million from the Sixers or something like that. Well, yeah, you, oh, that's still going me? on. Think about it from this standpoint. I'm right? paying you nothing, nothing. Oh, oh listen, no, I, I don't think he wins that. I honestly think that. The league will side with the Sixers. I, I do. I don't think he he ends up winning it. I, I truly don't. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see what ends up happening with him. And and I just I don't know, man. I, I don't know if he loves basketball enough. I don't know if he's 
He's not too afraid. But think about the videos that he posted over the last couple of years when we all knew the biggest issue was him. He wouldn't shoot and all that. And then we're watching him hit a three point shot against, you know, kids in like a high school gym or just like regular dudes, you know, in a high school gym. Yet he would still post that crap. Yes. And then everybody would tee off on it because he can't help himself from doing it. Then or he he's really dunking. Why people pick on him? Yeah, serious? he's he's dunking on a five foot six guy. You you know what I mean? It's like we know you can dunk, man. We know you're six foot ten. We know you're athletic. But you know where is this in the real games? So yeah, it's just frustrating. It is frustrating. Mm. But it, you know what? Not our headache anymore. That's that's one of the beauties. He is not our headache anymore. All right. So I, I mentioned the John Wall thing. I just want to throw this out there again and the absurdity of it. So he just opted in to forty seven point four million dollars. Nobody's going to trade for that contract. So they're yeah, going to have to no. buy him out. They're going to, that's what it's going to have. And he'll end up going wherever he wants, which will be a good spot for him. He and the team agreed last year to sit him the entire season for 30 or 40 million or whatever he was making. Is this not an issue in the league? Again, I don't fault, you know, get whatever you can get as a player, but this is craziness. This guy's healthy and he didn't play last year. Jeez. What is I, with I, these athletes? He was, he was healthy. Oh, yeah. He was healthy last year. So why he was he healthy? Play? Yeah, he was healthy. I thought he had a, uh, an injury. No, the year before, they shut him down at the end of the season. Right. And then this year, they agreed, you know, let's just, yeah, we'll try and trade you. We don't want you to get hurt. But we're both good with sitting out, right? Right. And we move on. I mean, that's what it is. Whoa. <laughs> Dude. What's he, the matter? He, he optimized his, his, his money-making potential. Yeah. No, he has. I that just don't think it's good crazy. for the league, the fans, uh, teams. I don't think it's good for any anybody beyond that. He's sitting back. He's sitting back in this mansion, smiling and kiki and he heeing. I can't believe that. There's a certain amount of you got to be a man about things. You know what I'm saying? You got to be. You know, you. you I, I can't see. I, I work for everything that I get. Everything that I have, I've worked for. Right. This is just gonna be given to him. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. I, you know, we always talk about when's the bubble going to burst with contracts and some of the other stuff that goes on. I don't know. I mean, people love their sports so much. They seem to be willing to tolerate a lot. But this this is just uh, – it's not good for anybody, in my opinion, if he's healthy and not playing. I just don't quite – I get if you're looking to trade a guy and you're coming up on a trade deadline. and I hey, feel. Out, yeah, sit out for the next three, four games or what? Okay, no, whatever. I get it. But this is it's, – it's not good for the league. And I hope – Hope Adam Silver has the stones, which he usually doesn't, to address this kind of stuff. He usually right. just kind of goes along with things, and you know, whatever. But um, yeah, so that's the uh, that's that situation. And we 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 kicked around the, uh, the the Daniel Snyder thing, and you know, and that's another thing that's just pure chaos on, on so many different levels. But one thing I, di- I didn't mention to you guys with the Sixers, uh, did you see the Michael Rubin story? Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he was a part owned minority owner. He owned, I think, ten percent. I want to say somewhere in that neighborhood. Of the Sixers, he's also the owner of, of the Fanatics merchandising. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he had a ten percent equity stake in HBSE, which is the the conglomerate that owned the Sixers and the Devils and other stuff. So he's selling it back, and and part of the theory is, Ruben's Ruben can now do the Sixers even uh, a bigger uh, service, if you will, if he doesn't own them and get guys involved in certain businesses and maybe pay them, uh, you know, uh, 
wow. a salary. Like, get James Harden to take a little less money. Can the Sixers organization get him to take a little less money? And meanwhile, Michael Rubin gives him an endorsement deal or something wow. like that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. And you know, it's also this has to do with some gambling stuff and, and some things that players can't commit to, uh, even though gambling is legalized now. Uh, so there's other there's other things involved and it, it, there's some roadblocks with some of those other businesses. But, you know, this is a guy who enjoyed being an owner. I, yeah. I just wonder what he exactly is yeah. go, going on here. You know, um, it, I mean, I, I, I don't quite understand what it is. You know, so he'll he'll be a he'll be a silent partner, just won't have any stake in it or he'll, well, just, he'll help the organization. I can't say silent partner, Barrett, because he's out. Like he's okay. out. He's not an owner in any way, shape, or form. But will he get Sixers players cash in some of his other businesses? If I'm just speculating, man. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. It all seems a little, a uh, little interesting to me. Put it that right. way. Mm. What may end up happening there? So it's all uh, about that money, man. I mean, I wonder how much he's going to get for that ten percent. Oh God. I mean, yeah. What What are the Sixers worth at this point? Ooh, right. That's right. a lot. Yeah, it's a big payday, man. For for a guy who's done very well in the business world, you know, that's for sure. He's killed it. He's killed it. With almost every endeavor he gets involved in, he crushes. Yeah, so you know, end up, that is crazy, man. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Interesting to see what ends up happening there. So we were kicking around a lot of different things off the top of the show and, and you know, sort of jumping around a little bit with the Sixers, with the Phillies, with the Eagles. We sit here now, guys, and we are 34 days away from, from training camp. Uh, Why does he know that? See? <laughs> Can't wait. I'm 46, like Brandon Graham. Can't 46 wait. shows, 34 days away from training camp, Rob. All the numbers. All the I'm, numbers. Praying, I'm, I'm praying for you, Rob. No, I'm, I'm excited. And the hard thing about camp is you had the initial rush of, okay, they're, 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 everybody's there now. They're practicing. But then, because there isn't really preseason anymore, you can't get yeah, that excited because yeah. you're not going to see much, right? And then, then finally, we get around to the season. We're a long way off from September. When did they play? The 11th, 11th. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Long way off from then. I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to make it, man. I'm I'm chopping at the bit for football now. And well, something flipped I am last, too. Last week. I am too. Yeah. But I I can I can hope September takes forever to get here because that means winter's right around the corner. That's all I care about. <laughs> I care about. I hate. I hate September. I hate October. I hate those months. I love my football, but I hate those months because it signifies that summer is about to say goodbye to us. Mother Nature is about to send warm weather somewhere else and inundate us with cold temperatures. And I'm not. Jeez. I'm not looking forward to it one bit. Bro, see. bro, nobody thinks like that, man. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I mean, what do you want me to? Hey, I'm honest, man. I'm telling you, we haven't even had a real summer yet. I'm ticked off. We haven't had a hundred degree day yet. Bro, I had my, my 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 grandson and uh his cousins were outside. Oh yeah, how's that going, Barrett? Yeah, they, was, they were swimming yeah. early this morning, but then it got cold again. Now yes. there's no sun outside, and the wind's blowing real bad right now. So I'm like, See? I don't know what's going on. It looks like it might rain or something, but I think yeah, I, I think we're getting some later. I, I don't know, I don't know when, but it does look a little uh, a little cloudy out there. Yeah, well, it's been kind of like springish. Yeah, because yeah. we haven't had we had a couple hot days. What yep. was it? Friday, Friday was hot, but. It's been very sort of spring light. It hasn't been the humid, you know. It's been actually nice, really comfortable for. for we usually this you, late June's a crapshoot, man. You could have nineties and humidity. I think this yes. weekend's gonna be hot. I want to be. I want to be. I want my my shirt sticking to my body with sweat. I want to work on my tan. You know, I I, <laughs> I, I don't like this 
70s, 80s, and it's late June. We're about to hit July. We still haven't had real summer weather yet, man. I'm depressed already. We're not even in September. I'm already depressed. <laughs> well, I can't believe we're almost through June. I mean, that's right. I know. What's right. the day? The 22nd? Yeah, the 22nd. Yeah, we're, we're, it's crazy. But the, yesterday, the other thing. Yesterday was the longest day of the year, right? The 21st. Yes. The long, yes. Longest day of the year. That's right. Um, and I missed it. First day of summer, too. <laughs> um, hey, you know what? Um, the one story uh, I, I wanted to bring up also. Yeah, good. From Tory Smith. Uh, he says, rookie dinners are b- BS. I'm glad I had an OG that realized teaching me to blow money is stupid. It does not prove you belong to the team. Shout out to um, Anquan Bolden. And you know what? I, 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 I tend to think, you know, the same things. You know, so dude comes into the, uh, into the league with no financial literacy and real problems with folks think 50K dinners are cool. Nah. 50K for dinners now? I oh, yeah. Even. I can't even. Oh, yeah. I remember I first got in the league. And I had to, uh, I had to pay for the office line. We went to Bookbinder. I don't know if you guys remember Bookbinder. Oh, it was a oh, big yeah. time restaurant in Philadelphia. Yeah, so yep. we're at Bookbinders. I can remember my bill being eleven thousand dollars. What? Then I had to, yes, and then I had to pay uh, for two limos, and there were oh, five hundred, six hundred bucks a limo. So I had to, you know, take them uh, with limos, take them back and forth to Bookbinders and back to the. Um, the cars at the at the stadium. So so, so. what would have happened if you bucked the system and said, I'm not doing it? Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. How do you get out of that? Yeah. You don't, uh, right? So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's I, I get, like, extravagant spending on your own. Yeah, you, like, if you're buying eight cars, you know, you're a knucklehead. But, like, what do you do if the vets are forcing you, you to, just to gotta do, what, do what it. you had to do? It's brought in rookie hazes, you know. And fit, they say dinner, dinners are now 50 grand. A quick story. Uh, I remember. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, um, Big Mac Starks. I've, we had him on the show. Yeah, mother show. Well, Max Starks played with me in in uh, Pittsburgh, and him and this guy named um, Bo. I forget Bo's last name, but they were the rookies. And they took they took us to Morton's. Oh, very nice Morton's steakhouse. steakhouse. Yeah, beautiful. So, place. yeah, the bill came out. Now this is like week five. The bill came out, and the bill was. Uh, a little over twenty six thousand dollars. Uh, so you know, like what I, t- I told you, what my job was on the team. I was like that player coach type of guy. Yeah. Long story long, you know, I built a pretty good relationship with the younger guys, the rookies. You know, because I mean, I worked so much with them. They call me in the back. Hey, B, could, could you come in for a minute? So I get up and go to say, man, I, I can't afford this. I don't have the money to pay this. Yeah. I won't have the money until you know we get paid on Monday. And, you know, they're both shaking in their boots. They're sure. thinking they're going to have to wash dishes or something like that, you know, for right. this bill. So I said, you know what? This is what I'll do. I'll take care of it. I'll pay for the meal. You front at them. Yeah, I front at them. I'll pay for the meal. You guys give me my money back on Monday. Mm-hmm. So everything was cool. You know, I paid, you know, the tip and everything. Uh, came up to a little a little over $30,000. Come on, man. A little over Seriously. There mean, were guys. One there, meal. One I meal. can't even fathom this stuff. They had five bottles of Louis the 13th. Jeez. Those bottles were $3,500 a piece. Oh, hey, no. They had no. five of them. Long story long, I paid for it. But do you know what? I said all that to say this. I wrote it off my taxes. Boom! That's the business expense I needed to put me over the hump for my taxes. What? There you go. <laughs> Not a bad move. And you got you got paid back, I like and it. I got the money back. Yeah, <laughs> I. That's but bad. that's that to me. Like, and we look. It's one thing if you end up having some unbelievable career where you make, you know, a hundred million dollars. Right. But like, say you're just a guy who, 
has a three, four year career and you got to pay for dinners like that. Exactly. That was no wonder these guys don't go. His name is Bo Lacey. Bo Lacey, he only, he only to played me, for like Barrett, that's years. not cool by the vets, man. No, that's I know not. it's a traditional. I just don't think it's cool. There's a lot all. of ways you can haze players, man, you know, to welcome into the NFL. But, dude, making them dip in their pockets like that and half of them, you know, for every one player that's making a big money because they were a high draft pick, you got 35 others that are making league minimum or close to it. They don't yeah. have that kind of money. Yeah. Right. Like, it's one thing, hey, go, order me a couple pizzas and you're paying for that. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, but this is. Or a couple beers at the you know at the yeah. bar. Yeah. But we're talking about 50K now? Inflation no, is no. Heck no. 50K. No. That's crazy. Well, the other thing you hear, like, and this is not really related to the financial part of it, but just like the way certain guys were like, wasn't Brady kind of, and Danny Klecko was telling this story to me before, but Brady was notorious for being a dude like at like camp. If they would have a night off, they would go out and, and guys would be like chugging pitchers of beer. Like Brady could go toe to toe with any offensive lineman and bury them because he was so competitive. <laughs> like he yeah. was, and he would, he would like get in their face after he did it like that. It, it didn't matter what it was. He turned it into some a competition. That's why he is who he is. Yeah, yeah, I've been around guys like that too, man. Just like Joey Porter. Joey Porter was like that. Joey Porter, man, was – I mean, he was absolutely nuts, man. I can remember I'm in there working out. I'm working out. It's me and um, Casey Hampton. Casey mm-hmm. Hampton, starting nose guard. You Great know, really good, Really good player. So we're in there working out. So, I mean, I I, I didn't – I stopped. You know, so we're doing uh, – we, I get to my last sets. It's 315, and I do 315 for 10. I rack it. At the time, Casey goes over, and he's just starting his workout. So he starts off with 315. He does it 10 times, racks it, puts um, a 25 on each side. He does it uh, five times, racks it. Then he puts on four plates. You know, So he takes the 25 and put on four plates. That's 405. He does it for a set of like, like six or seven. And as he's doing the set, he's halfway through the set, Joey Porter walks into the weight room. And while he's doing the set, I'm killing this. Ah, start talking trash to um, Joey Porter. Joey Porter sees it and gets pissed off. Comes to my bench where I'm at with the 315 on it. Does it for a set of 10. Ah, and racks it. Looks at um, uh, Casey. Casey, get your fat ass up. Get up. Get up. I'm about to do this. Ah, Gets underneath the bar. He just did 315. Then he did 405 for a set of 10. Racks it, boom! Ah, yells, Casey, don't you ever try that again? And walks out the uh, complex. He didn't practice. He didn't nothing. He just walked up. As where's Joey at? Well, he just beat uh, he just beat um, Casey in weightlifting. He bid four hundred five for ten. Oh my god! BC to the cow turned around. Said, "Okay, he ain't got to practice today." <laughs> he didn't practice. Really? He was straight home and he did not practice that day. Oh my he did god! Not <laughs> He racked it, was pissed off, and left. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Well, did you have to deal with that with the hazing thing? Like the day, did you get stuck oh, for for anything? I, yeah, man. Like I, I used to have to chicken all the time, man. Yeah, you I meant like the little day to day stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you know, carrying I mean, pads or camp, whatever. Yeah, I carried, but but we were in Lehigh. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. Lehigh, but we were not in Lehigh, but we Westchester. were in Westchester. Westchester. Yeah. yeah. Westchester had like a pit that we yeah, practiced in. Yeah. So I had to bring all the vets, you know, up the pit. Had to walk up the steps, you know. That's a workout. Yeah. That was a work. After you get through working out, there was two a days too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have to have uh, water ice in the second practice every day. Water ice, two buckets of water ice for the vets. 
Um, man, I should on, get your own crap, man. Get out of my face. Some days I have to bring in breakfast. And if they say, all right, I want breakfast, I had to go to Tony Luke's, get breakfast. You know, and at the time, Tony Luke's had, yeah, Tony Luke's had these um, ostrich sandwiches oh made from God. ostrich meat. Yeah, ostrich sandwich. It was real lean. It looked just like looked just like beef. Oh my goodness, lean beef. You know what I'm saying? So they were ostrich is good though. Yeah, so I had to you know get that. Uh, like I said, chicken to every away game. You know what I'm saying? From Popeyes, right? Enough for the offensive line and the quarterbacks. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I did my fair share of spending for that. Interesting, interesting. All right, so here's what we have. Uh, just a reminder, one more time uh, tomorrow. So one o'clock, Trent Cole. We'll talk to Trent Cole about. You know everything from a defensive standpoint that the Eagles did this offseason and how he would utilize Hassan Reddick if he thinks Brandon Graham's going to bounce back, what he thinks of Josh Sweat. We'll, we'll get his take on all of those things. So we'll talk to him at 1 o'clock. Rich Hoffman Jr. is going to join us at 2 o'clock for The Athletic. We'll talk to Rich about what may end up happening here from a Sixers perspective in this draft. Not necessarily even who they're going to take at 23 because I think that trade's going to be gone. But yeah. what moves they're going to make, whether it's P.J. Tucker, whether it's Eric Gordon, if there's a bigger fish out there. You know, whatever the case may be, we'll dive into all of that. That's for sure. All right. So uh, it was a lot of fun today. I'm, I'm, I'm getting shots. Shrapnel from uh, from the from the comment section. Wow. Thanks, no, but look at the, I love ah! this. Yeah. Uh-huh. With Joey uh-huh. B. And then, uh, and then Randall. Yeah, yeah I made uh, it. I didn't fall asleep. That might be aggressive. I don't think I can even do that. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm looking at Philip Preston. Very great guy. <laughs> I would have been washing those dishes for 30 I'm grand. I'm telling you, man. I ain't paying. Man, you want me to do what? Yeah, exactly. now, so that's like me when I was online to go on fraternity. That ended real quick. I'd have broke, I'd have broke every Ricky Hazing rule in the history of the NFL. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. You do what you want to do. I ain't doing it. I'm, you're not taking thirty thousand out of my pocket. I mean, I even have a job next year. Well, that's the, let's say that's what I was his name. Uh, D. Jack said. D. Jack told at, at the time his his receivers were. Uh, Todd Pinkston or whoever he had those receivers. Yeah. And, that, and he turned around. He looked at Hank Basket said. It's all rookie, all drinks on you. He took what? Who are you talking to, man? Yeah, yeah. get your simple ass out of my face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on that note, all right. I want to thank Xander Krause, producer of the program. I want to thank everybody in the comment section. Everybody, and who I didn't fall asleep. Listen. I stayed awake. Barrett great stayed job, awake. bro. Barrett great, did great not job. sneeze on the air. We, uh, we, it was a win. It was a win all around. All right, don't go anywhere. The National Football Show coming up with Dan Cilio. We'll be back same time. I'll be on tomorrow. with them tomorrow. I'll be on with Dan tomorrow. Okay, and we'll be back same time tomorrow as well. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community, a sports roundup for the locals, and the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. All right, did you know I was the Mommy Slam Dunk champion? Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go to right, I go to left. Fake them out. Mama, go up, up, up. <laughs>
she did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh-huh. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.